Hey, Tyler G here on behalf of Haya Toys. That's H-I-Y-A. And they are a 118 scale, around three and three quarter inch action figure line. And you might think, oh, if they're that small, they might not have a lot of articulation. Well, you're wrong. They got around Mayfax to SH figure art style articulation. They have double knee joints, uh, single elbow, but they do have hinge wrists and ankles. They have diaphragm joints and waist rotation. Some of them have uh, different heads they swap out. They have tons of accessories. They each come with a base, and it's from the Injustice 2 line are the ones that I currently have, and you can see pictures of on my Instagram, and as well as you can see uh, reviews on my YouTube. But they also have Predator, they have Robocop, they have a bunch of different styles, so I think you should check out Haya Toys and uh, get yourself some 118 scale fun today. Haya Toys. Hello and welcome to DC Figures and Collectibles. We hope that you're surviving the coronavirus. I am Tyler G of Batman Figs on Instagram as well as Batman TAS Figs on YouTube. And I am joined as always by my co-host all the way from Stoke-on-Trent, England. And you can find him on Instagram at the.batfan. And his name is Scott. Scott, how are you doing? Hello, hello to everybody listening who is in solitary isolation at the moment. <laughs> you can sit back and enjoy a couple of hours worth of uh, podcasting with Tyler and me. And, and yeah, I'm doing good, thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm learning that toilet paper is about to be just as good as gold. Yeah. It's going to be like the new currency. And bread. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> good milk. thing I got a few loaves uh, frozen in the freezer. I actually acted right. and got a bunch of, like a couple of weeks ago, I... I acted on this thinking it was a joke, but it's actually really serious now. <laughs> Why well, is it people always go to bread and milk? Like, I, I, two most boring things you go for. Way better than that. You can do more than that. I also got tortillas, just in yeah. case I want to spice uh, things. That, <laughs> yeah, you see, that that is a good alternative. Uh, well, you're you're surviving though. No signs of sickness. No, not at the moment. Not at the moment. Okay. Um, yeah, all good over here. You, I was the US doing it. I haven't really seen much of the US coverage. Uh, we've got a few people in California, I think up to seven people just in my area uh, that have it. Wow. So there, it's starting to spread everywhere. Yeah. If you go to any aisle where I live right now, if you go to the water aisle or the toilet paper aisle, it's cleaned out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Unlike the, the multiverse aisle, which is stacked full of toys. Yes, if only they were stacked full of new toys, like the golden mm. Wonder Woman. I'd love to see her. Yeah, absolutely. Now, last time we spoke, you were getting ready to do this weekend theme, yes. the Superpowers weekend theme, and we were I was commenting on how much I love this and use the accessory well, and this was one of five, mm -hmm. and the next one was this one. Very, you yeah. don't do these much, but when you do, they're awesome. Thank you. That's really kind. Yeah, I, the I, CW. I <laughs> yeah, don't, don't do many CW pictures, but felt that those four were uh, worthy of this theme for sure. Especially like the the Supergirl, and I love the Monitor figure as well. Two of the best. The Flash figure is absolutely crap. I'm not going to lie, but um, 
Yeah, and Natsum's a good <laughs> figure as well, actually. Natsum's a good figure. He actually does look like a really cool figure. And I also yeah. love uh, the accessory of the glowing computer. Yes, yeah. That, it, it's tricky, you know, putting that quite close to the camera because it blurs it all, but man should just change the aperture a bit and it works. Oh, that's weird. Well, speaking of superpowers, you don't get much more superpower than these four. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I love the colours that these four have. Um, um, because they, I don't know, they just stand out really nicely. The Mezco and Mafex um, figures do. and they, they look fantastic and they scale pretty nicely as well. Cyborg may be a little bit on the short side, but um, the rest of them scale perfectly. And uh, yeah, I just hope we get to see them all again on screen together. Is this in your garage? It is, yes, it is. And to clear all the recycling boxes to one side <laughs> and make some space. Um, but yeah, um, to put some music on and listen to, to that. And then, uh, yeah, did the picture in the garage. It was good fun, if freezing. I like the little accessories. Now, it does look like it's the underground portion of that. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. even though it's a garage, it looks like it fits in perfectly. Cheers, man. Ah, this is right up your alley. I'm sure this it wasn't is. a tough one to take. It is. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I had to put some Justice League animated stuff in there. So I started rewatching the series again last week. And uh, yeah, I, I had to put those in there. Um, just put some of my favorite superpowered uh, heroes in there. I mean, I, Supergirl, I absolutely love Supergirl in the animated series. She's brilliant. Plays a fantastic part in the whole Cadmus story arc. Um, and the rest of the figures are just some of my favorites from that line. So, yeah. Yeah, that Martian Manhunter doesn't get enough love, but it's a beautifully done figure. Oh, he's outstanding. Yeah, absolutely outstanding figure. Really is. And then a nice Easter egg to a nice little Easter egg in and of itself from the end of the uh, Crisis crossover. And a lot of people were loving this one. I got him for a good price on eBay and thought it would be yeah, <laughs> a decent decent chance. I'd done this picture. I wasn't going to use it for the theme, but I thought, do you know what? I'm going to just put it in for theme because it's uh, it kind of works for it, doesn't it, a little bit. So um, I think it's, oh, pretty cool yeah. they, it's pretty cool what they did with uh, John Diggle in the series. I don't don't really watch the Arrow reverse at all, but just having read some stuff and, and sort of um, researched about it, I think it's quite cool how they use him. Um, yeah. And yeah, he's very so, much... Uh... He's very much like a Batman animated series, Harley Quinn or Renee Montoya, where he's made for the show, and now he's like an integral yeah. part of the of the history. That's Even so point. much that the fans want to make him a Green Lantern, which hopefully uh, he gets. He's in the show, the Green Lantern coming up. I heard something about his uh, um, in-laws' name being Stuart or something like that. That's, that's, that's uh, I hope so. Now this is a. A very traditional thing for toy photographers every month. Absolutely. We like to tag our buddies and fellow uh, photographers in the whatever month and whatever year fave toy photos hashtag. And this is, I, we never really talked about it in the show, but since this yeah. is uh, here, I figure it's a good opportunity and to show a little something of our community and also just again tag on some of my favorite photos that you shot <laughs> selfishly. And again, just this. I, it's so simple, but it's so freaking awesome looking, and just all the accessories you did for it, and everything. This Rorschach and Batman picture, thank you, one of my favorite, and also a figure that no one has, but everyone wishes they had. The Batman Returns uh, Neca style that you yeah. have the custom, just freaking brilliant. Uh, listen, it means the world; it really does. Because um, 
trying to really up my game with photography lately and to just try and do some different stuff. I mean, you look at those, there's only two pictures with the same uh, figures in, which is uh, quite nice and a purposeful move to try and mix things up a little bit. So, um, but I'd say it's weird, you know, when you look back and you probably do the same because we'll, I'll have a look at yours later. But um, when you sort of take stock of everything and look back on the month, like the support that people give is just amazing. Like looking back at the, the you know, some of the comments and stuff it's fantastic and really do appreciate it yeah and it's uh i hope that you understand we appreciate it as well even as a fellow photographer i love seeing different people's take and Thank just you. seeing what you put out every month is just one of the joys of being a follower on instagram <laughs> yeah and then another accidentally hit it down but you can never not talk about this and oh, you said yeah. that you've been watching it a lot lately? Yeah, I watched the, the night I posted it. Um, I was watching The Joker, yeah. It, it's just so good, isn't it? it? It's just unreal. I mean, everything about that movie, I, I think, is uh, pretty much perfect. Um, yeah, phenomenal movie, phenomenal performance from... The Jim Trash Simmons, Strike. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely. Yeah, I, I really want to do that, like a, a picture of just massive trash piles everywhere. Um, have to have a go so you're that. gonna you're gonna buy a lot of Marvel Legends then? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. All the the repaints of the McFarlane <laughs> DC stuff. Yeah. Now this you showed off a little bit before, but man, this looks just like it's factory made, and this is one of your favorite Batman Beyond villains. It is, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Shriek, um, I think he's um, an absolutely phenomenal custom. Of um, 37 Customs who made this figure, go and check him out. You can uh, ask for commissions and stuff like that, which is what I did. And yeah, I think it's an absolutely outstanding figure. There's uh, a few more shots to come of him, and uh, one of which for our next theme, which we'll talk about later. But um, yeah, it's an absolutely epic figure, and he, he knocks it out of the park. So um, yeah, absolutely love him. It's fantastic. And that's not to be under uh, underrated because. That 37 Customs not only made a beautiful figure, but you reach it out and he delivered. And a lot of times you see people post, oh, don't go to this guy. He's a scam. Don't go to this yeah. guy. Just take their money. So 37 Customs, he's a good guy. He actually makes the figure, make, makes it look does, good. Yeah. And I've, seen a lot of that. I've seen a lot about that lately. A lot of scammers on Instagram, which we definitely need to chat about. <laughs> <laughs> and this is another Hot Toys figure, right? It is indeed. Yeah, it is indeed. So this one a while ago, but sort of it's one of them where like, when I take pictures of Octo's Batman, I take like three or four in a night and then I'll just stagger them out over uh, a little while. But yeah, that was that was one of them. I feel like we'll see another one of him on that. You, you may well do. <laughs> this guy, it's always cool to see him and he fits in perfectly with the Batman universe. Yeah, fits in quite nice, doesn't he? Um, Scale-wise, perfect. Design-wise, perfect as well with the animated sort of block color style. Uh, I love this that wild card figure. This is an all McFarlane picture. It is, yeah. The first ever all McFarlane picture <laughs> that I've done. And this is uh, a beautifully done ice effects with the Batmobile that's rare as well as a figure that's hard to find if you will find it at all. Yeah, I love the Vito's Batman. Absolutely love it. It was one of my all-time favourite figures. 100% um, in the top 10 of my all-time favourites. And went out this morning uh, to take some pictures of him very early. Um, Ooh, in outside, sort of, indeed, yeah, and uh, the oh. morning fog, and um, doing a bit of atmosphere aerosol. Um, 
experiments and yeah, it was it was okay. I'll have to upload the picture soon. That could be epic. There we the go. Group chat. Inspired by the start of the series, that one. Um when the Imperium comes to blot out the sun and live in <laughs> darkness and the uh, the whole world's secret origins. Yeah, I mean just how can you not be inspired by that episode? It's brilliant and I mean, you know, people sort of think, oh, you, know, you have to introduce these characters one by one, they need their own background story, watch that animated series, and uh, yeah, it's definitely not true. They each need an origin movie. Yeah. It's just a love like, interest. <laughs> life's, life's too short to bore us all with origin movies, and then have to combine things. These are DC characters, everybody knows who they are. And this, this was the, this is rare to see this guy at all, but to see it uh, photographed on your new camera and everything just really highlights all the details on this guy. Cheers, man. Yeah, this is a, a weird picture. So I, I dissembled my computer to um, <laughs> to do this. I, I did a picture a few weeks before um, of Batman Beyond in front of the PC. It is, um, and that's that's uh, got the plastic grid on. So I just took the plastic grid off that and made. And uh, behind it is the picture that you see with uh, Pat Manta. So it looks he's, really uh, good. It looks like it's in a sub a submarine. Last <laughs> one. Yeah, I, I was searching for ages of backgrounds of like an inside of a submarine and couldn't find anything whatsoever. Um, but I'm actually a little bit sort of um, I don't know. I don't know what the right word is, but it's just a strange, a bit coincidental that I've been doing loads of Aquaman pictures lately. So I brought the Aquaman movie yesterday. Finally, I haven't bought it. For ages, it was only five or so. I bought that, and um, they're yeah, gonna rewatch that at some point. But yeah, I've been doing a lot of Aquaman movie pictures um, this week, or trying to at least, anyway. Are you gonna do one? Do you have a Mera figure? No, unfortunately not, which is really frustrating. Although uh. I've, I've got the um, Justice League <laughs> War Mira, I think the only animated one. I've done a picture of her in Aquaman, um, inspired by the Enemy Below animated series episode, but. Um, I'm going to get the Mafex Mirror. I've decided I was going to get the Shazam, but I can't be arsed with it now because you know, that movie didn't really mean that much to me, so I can't be arsed with that. But um, I'm going to get the Mirror <laughs> 100% just to go with the Mezco Aquaman. Are you going to have a picture of her pooping on Johnny Depp's bed? <laughs> that would be an interesting idea, wouldn't it? I've been thinking about yeah. doing a nightmare figure, just be fun. That's an interesting idea. That's funny too that you say about Shazam you can't be bothered because I found the whole Shazam family except for Shazam like the whole supporting cast at five below I could have got the whole thing just like nice. just, it doesn't mean that much to me. <laughs> no, it really doesn't. No, it, it doesn't. And um, so that, this is the sort of example. So I've had the Doctor Savannah figure for ages, and I was going to save it. Same. To, yeah, to, to use with the Mayfex Shazam. I just can't to buy him like seventy quid. I'm only going to use him for. <laughs> A few pictures so instead i've decided to head over to good old friend ebay and i brought you know the well, just on about them then the justice league war figures i brought the shazam figure from that movie oh, for, like, 20, for like 20 quid so and he's the same scale as the savannah figure so i can use him to fight against him and you know it's just a cheap alternative and he's a great figure he'll fit in with my animated series figures as well so it's pretty versatile well, you are the king of finding a versatile figure in which it would fit in with many lines. So I think that's a good idea. Because AKA stingy is the uh, <laughs> the code word. Hey, it's better thing. than yeah, it's no, better than being broke. I, I love it to death, man. Like I almost enjoyed the whole eBay scrapping for a good price and trying to find a really cool old figure. 
Um, I almost enjoy that as much as toy photography. Like genuinely, I love it. Absolutely <laughs> love it. I, I'm being genuinely serious. I love I trying to re- research and, and find these older figures because I'm all the new stuff everybody gets it and everyone might completely bombards you with pictures of it i like to go back to the older stuff and um and do some pictures of, of those because you know no one or most people haven't seen them so i want to show those pictures especially the old dc direct stuff that one used to make brilliant figures and and some of the old like dc universe classic stuff like this guy for example you know, just some of the old stuff really enjoy uh, for people listening to the dark knight returns Batman figure, the exclusive one. Um, amazing figure. Picked him up for like 20 quid on eBay. One of the best buys that I've ever done. I, I have to agree. There's a lot more detail too in those older figures. I just need really to care is. more. Yeah, and better accessories as well. Yeah, now they just want to rush them out, get their money, go on to the next one. Yeah, and everything's so mass produced that like quality is just completely lost sometime with things, which is a shame. Yes, I think the heyday of being crappy was the Mattel Suicide Squad wave. That was the yeah, heyday that is, of crap. <laughs> that is so true. It is so true. And the, and like some of the waves before that, like just saying Dark Knight Returns wave, I think that was their best wave they ever did. And two waves later, or three waves later, we've got Suicide Squad figures that are just terrible. How could how far could they have fallen from that? And how it's just it, it's so disappointing and really really strange. Well. Something that isn't strange is you're making a Mezco figure look good. And you actually have two Mezco figures that, up here. With my <laughs> with, with my photography, that is strange that it's making them look good because I don't photograph Mezco that often, although I'm trying to change that. But Well, this figure, this Batman tactical one, it looks absolutely killer. And I think a lot of people yeah. are going to regret not getting this figure because For it sure. just looks really good. He is a cool looking figure. I mean, articulation is not the best, but he, he is brilliant. And uh, yeah, the details are fantastic. I just, it's just a shame about the cape. Don't like the cape on it. I wish they'd gone for the BBS cape. But, um, and then the Superman is one of the best Superman figures ever made, quite simply. He's just unreal. Absolutely fantastic. And I don't, you know, you see a lot of people, you know, with like the sort of um, Henry Cavill head sculpt that they change it for. Um, the custom one i've seen a lot of people do it i to me it doesn't anything like him i think the mezco one's the best i don't think these new head sculpts people are using look anything like him um i don't know maybe it's just me but i just don't think they they look good at all yeah i don't think there's anything wrong with that head sculpt yeah and, and the skin color looks off as well like compared to his hands when you change the head sculpts <laughs> so it doesn't look quite right alternate shot yeah, this was a just, it was the, it's the same sort of pose. I think Catwoman's pose is slightly different, but um, a completely different sort of setup around them. So I've like the dire arm has moved, the big main pillar that's holding the roof on, uh, just some of the trash cans and stuff like that around it, just move that. It was a decision between those two and I couldn't decide, so I thought oh, I'll just keep both of them and upload one later. Um, but yeah, I, like I, think the, I, think the, I think the consensus was this one was slightly better, and they, they were probably right because the other one wasn't the best. I really like that Batman figure. It's the yeah, suit yeah, and everything yeah. looks amazing. Arkham Knight Batman looks so cool. Like the, it's because that the shininess. Is, same with the Hot Toys one. The shininess of the paint <laughs> just like hits the the light hits it beautifully. A little Kingdom Come, mm. a little custom. 
Yeah, thanks to Kevin of at Renke Customs for the brilliant um, paint job on the side of the hair. It looks amazing. Um, and I had, simply had to take advantage of the snow a few weeks ago to do a picture of Superman. I mean, that, that, <laughs> that just probably shows how long I keep pictures before uploading them to stagger them out. It looks like he's on the farm. <laughs> yeah, I purposely got the house in that's uh, next door to us to make sure you know, it looks like the Kansas house. And this oh, is good. just... It's probably just like the top three best-looking animated figures for Justice League. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're probably right. Another Secret Origins picture. I've done this one a few times, but um, I just love photographing these three. I think the, the colour contrast between them is so nice. They look brilliant. Like, uh, Colour-wise, it's fantastic. I like this. This little touch of the battering. Yes. Had to give Batman a little accessory in there. Um, and Wonder Woman's lasso. That was um, stolen from the Greg Capullo designer figure, so I ripped the lasso off her, trimmed down the uh, side of it, and then just glued it onto it, because the, the colour's perfect for Wonder Woman's waistband. It fits in perfectly, so. Yeah, sorry, Wonder Woman Greg Capullo. Yeah, very sorry. This one um, got a lot of love, yeah. and I also like that you finally showed off that straight jacket. Yeah, it was about time, wasn't it? Um, I mean, that, that was the ultimate drag-out picture. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, um, and using some more extreme sets as promised as well. Uh, and it's good to see they've got their account back, by the way, on a side note. Um, because their account uh, got hacked and they've now been Oh my fantastic. God. That's be weird because mine's been trying to get hacked. I've been getting emails really? saying that people are trying to reset my password. So I was like, wow. <laughs> no, it's ridiculous. It, it, people are just ridiculous, they really are. But. Um, Yes, so glad to see that they've got their account back. And I've seen he's working on some new stuff as well, which is quite exciting. Um, furniture, right? Furniture's finally arrived? Yeah, some, some furniture. And I saw the GCP, the office tees as well, um, which looks quite cool. Um, but I, a few people in this one um, threw a bit of shade at Jensen Eccles, which I quite enjoyed. Um, <laughs> you know, Troy Baker or Jensen Eccles. So Jensen Eccles did the voice of... Red Hood in Under the Red Hood, and Troy, Troy Baker did the Red Hood voice in Arkham Knight, and I'd go for Troy Baker any day of the week. I think he's one of the most talented voice actors I've ever seen. Like, I think he's up there with Conroy and Hamill, because his versatility is ridiculous. Like The amount of great voices he does. Like He does Two-Face, he does Arkham Knight, uh, he's done Joker, he's on Batman as well in the um, uh, Batman vs. Ninja Turtles movie. Like, he's <laughs> done so many different roles. Um, but he does them brilliantly. It's just incredible. Uh, well, thankfully, he's a Batman actor, not a mm. Marvel actor. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, sometimes when you hear, you can sort of tell it's that guy putting on an accent. He just sounds completely different, though, in everyone, which is just fantastic. Now, this one's talking about completely different, just the way different lighting hits this figure. I feel like it has different facial features and stuff like that. And here, it looks like it has a little bemused smirk about the start, so... <laughs> I just like the way the different lighting can make this figure look. Yeah, well, that's all credit to Action Figure Customs and that Vinfaith custom, and then the uh, who did the painting and the casting of the head sculpts, and then GP slot for the suit, um, which is a Gomez suit, but I put it to better use than a Gomez figure. And yeah, but you do own you do own a Gomez memorabilia uh, item. Mm. <laughs> incredibly disappointed but um yeah ah, another yeah. custom yeah so this is from uh 
I want to make sure I get the right uh, website it's from one sixth one at sixth kit.com um, a fantastic site with loads of um, manipul head sculpts on there so go and check that out one six scale and one twelve um, but yeah this the head sculpt is an unreal one and um, I've also got the shrunken down version that Vin Faith custom painted for me as well oh um, wow so um, yeah it's it's an absolutely amazing uh, amazing head sculpt looks perfect on him it's great accuracy and the details amazing um, yeah had to do the looks nightfall like a picture scene. had to do the nightfall picture it's uh, obligatory <laughs> boy yeah this is so majestic looking Oh, what could have been? What could mm. have been? What could have and should have been. That's a great looking jacket, though. Yeah, again, that's from One Safe Kit. Um, so big thanks to them, the custom nightmare jacket. Um, yeah. Oh, it's so good looking. And yeah, yeah, another shout to Vin Faith and uh, Action Figure Customs for that head. That, that is my, it's my favorite by far. I didn't. It's one of them where I thought, oh, I'll pick that up, yeah, I'll see, see if it looks good and don't think much of it, and then you get it, and it's like, it's easily my favourite one now, um, of all the head sculpts that, that they've done. Bit of grey ghost little grey well. ghost. Mm. Yeah, you can't go wrong with that. Another thing you can't go wrong with, and I really like these uh, thugs, that's the first thing I noticed, these are awesome. Yeah, they're from the... Fortnite games, I can't remember what they're called. Oh, okay. But yeah, they're from the Fortnite games. And when I saw them, I was like, oh, wow, they look like the militia, like the Arkham Knight militia. So it's like, oh, I'm going to get a couple of those. That's awesome. Um, yeah, going to get a couple of them. There's a few more figures as well um, from Fortnite that I want to get, but I'm not going to get them until they reduce in price a little bit because they're, they're perfect for some Batman baddies. Shoot, I mean, I'm going to get those. Those look sweet. Mm. I, I love that. Awesome use of soldier. this accessory. Yeah, um, so I've been selling off a few figures lately. <sighs> I, sold the, I sold the Batman to um, that came with that set, but kept all the diorama pieces, of course. <laughs> so I sold the Young Justice Batman and kept all the pieces to it. And that smoke bomb is just so cool. It's perfect. Um, lovely as a Kryptonite bomb. I also um, love I'm, the palette, the use of the light. I'm really unsure of whether to keep these um, these two guys, the Batman and the Superman, because I, I I love the new Storm ones and the scale is just much better. Uh, that new Storm collectibles in Justice Superman looks just so so good. Uh, I don't know so that Batman looks really cool. The Batman looks great. Um, yeah, I'm also unsure about whether to pick up some of the Injustice um, Storm stuff. I, I'm not getting the Bane because he's boring. Everybody, yeah. everyone else has ruined it. Unfortunately, the Doomsday, I'm not really bothered about. But like the Dark Side looks good. But then I like, got quite a few Dark Side figures, and you can't. <laughs> if you've got a Dark Side figure, you have to you have to use the oh, right. one. So I may look into getting the Lobo, maybe. But it's just expensive, man. It's like ninety four dollars for a figure. That um, you might have to just go the build a fig. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, true. Now this one is uh, another very cool all Joker shot, basically all clown shot. Yeah, and this is mainly from the first game, I believe. It is, or at the, least the yeah. Joker. <laughs> it is, yeah. So um, all of them are from the first game, aside from uh, the Batman and Mister Hammer. Uh, the Joker thug, I guess, is you could argue is an Arkham City thug, really, but it's just it's just a Joker thug. So 
uh, yeah, Mr. Hammer from the uh, Arkham City game. And then he used the, just for the better articulation on this picture, he used the Arkham City super articulated Batman. Um, he's got one of the best head sculpts I've ever seen, to be honest. The head sculpt's amazing on that one. So uh, when the new McFarlane one comes out, I might put that head sculpt on him if um, it looks better. I love the first quote I'll see. I'll never let you win. Yes. Perfect. He always comes with great quotes. Uh, 01.fisher.chris. Yeah, he always comes up with some fantastic quotes. Uh, Thank you, Chris. Yeah, no, he really does. I need to employ him as, uh, as a uh, <laughs> quotation person for a quote pictures. writer. Yeah, yeah, an author. You can be the author for my account. Now, any way we could get uh, the theme of this weekend? Uh, yeah, the theme that we're doing next um, or tomorrow, as we're recording this, is um, a new thing. It's a great it is, it, it's a shameless excuse to make sure we're not wasting any money. Hey, you gotta do it. Absolutely. Plus, it'll be yeah. cool to see how that new stuff is. Yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, that's so true. Yeah. Um, and talking. You also of, got a. You also got a story shout out by Phil Lamar. Oh man, that was crazy. Yeah. Um, Phil that Lamar guy loves just, your page. She's been liking your pics. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's an awesome guy, Phil Lamar. He really is, and uh, he's a true sort of ambassador for the for the sort of uh, voice over community, if that's a community. But yeah, I think he's brilliant. Um, you know, Phil Lamar's a great guy. Susan Eisenberg's fantastic as well, um, and then people like Kevin Conroy on on Twitter as well. I know he doesn't have Instagram, but he's amazing on Twitter as well. He's always engaging with people, um, which is great. And even Mark Hamill's a big fan. No, man, yeah. it'd be so cool if you had Instagram. I'd love that if you did. Um, but Mark yeah. Hamill's not just doing pol political stuff. He's enjoyable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true, actually. I did unfollow him on Instagram because I just got bored of seeing the most political messages. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I don't go on Instagram and see politics. I know, yeah. He's a joker. He doesn't get involved in politics. He's an anarchist. He doesn't care. Yeah, come on. Be in the, be in the role. Be a method actor. <laughs> oh, it's so true. Um, and talking of role models, here we go. He's a grey <laughs> ghost. I, I really, really love this picture that you did. Look at, look at that Batman shadow. It's great. A little foreshadowing. Dun, dun, yes, dun. <laughs> absolutely is. It absolutely is. Yeah, that's a magnificent picture, that one. Thank um, you. Was it looking through as well? Talon picture. Ah, yes. Can't wait to get the animated version of him. Mm. I, I, and I hope his head he, moves. I hope his head moves, and <laughs> I hope rather against what is probably going to happen that they don't don't have the ab crunch on. But never mind, that's probably going to happen. Yeah, they probably um, will. Which is a shame, but yeah, that's a terrific figure that one from Greg Capullo. Uh, this you one, have multiple of them, right? I got two of them. Yeah, I've got two of them. Nice. Both of which the swords broke off the back. I don't know if yours has as well. Ah, uh, not my nice did. They broke. <laughs> Uh, but this was what you uploaded to um, sort of show off our last podcast, and we were talking about it on there um, and on yes. there about the color. It looks perfect. Thank you. Yeah, it's an old shadow figure. Someone you actually commented on. They knew what it was. They commented oh, nice. on it smiling. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah it looks so, absolutely fantastic. It did end up looking good, and hopefully, the new Batman's color isn't that high. It would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, love how, I love how Alfred's probably just strained to see around the collar. Yeah, it's like uh, uh, the disco hair in Nightwing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
it's so true. Uh, this is a great use of those bat wings, by the way, for the, the Bang. figure. It's a fantastic use of them. Yeah, because uh, DC collectibles are direct. They wouldn't give us a glider, so I had to no. come up with a makeshift one with yeah. Photoshop. It works really well for the Hot that's Steel the, episode. That's the Deathstroke uh, bow staff, just in its three parts from the Icons figures. <laughs> oh, okay. Hey, that's yeah. a great idea. That's a great figure as well. That's super rare these days, that Icon figure. Yes. Um, so I, was I missed those days. Been watching Joker this week, and <laughs> this was brilliant. I got that idea because I saw Todd Phillips release uh, a few pictures of behind the scenes, and there's a photo that looked like this in black and white. I was like, "Oh, that'd be funny to do." <laughs> Went ahead I and copied. It. I love how those feet lend themselves to posing perfectly as well. Oh, they so do! Massive, like it's brilliant. It's like you—you'll probably find it. You've thought the new McFarlane, the, the Superman, and also the Batman. Like they're so easy to pose. The hell about that is, I mean, they're so easy to oh, pose yeah. because of the massive feet, so they can stand up in virtually any position, which is great. Yeah, a few people said they don't like the big feet or the clunky feet, especially on backers. I don't mind it. I don't, I don't no. mind it. At all. <laughs> yeah, I think probably probably for collectors it'd be a little annoying, but for toy photography, it's perfect. It helps me. Yeah, it's just the animated ones that are a pain. But um, yeah, I really like that fantastic picture and also this one. Ah, yes. In my so monthly photos. <laughs> monthly pictures. Oh. My Harley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is brilliant. I wish we had a real one like that. Could you imagine? That would be great. This is personally my favourite. I love this picture a lot. Thank you. That's poster worthy. It's fantastic. Mouse keeps doing that. Batgirl as well. This is a great shot as well. Flash to the future. Thank you. Seeing that Soap Studio flash, um, 99 quid, I'm very tempted, which is deeply annoying because my wallet can't afford that. It's one of their better ones, that flash. Yeah, it's a fantastic figure. And uh, the Batman, I'm glad you put the Batmobile picture in there because the Batmobile picture was brilliant. I might have to do some more photos of that because I am starting to like it. <laughs> <laughs> and we've got the Vendetta figure, which brings us uh, right, right up to almost current day, which is this picture. I love that figure so much. And that movie. Yeah, that's and fantastic, that one. I took, uh, I took some inspiration from you because you always have great uh, accessories and sometimes you print them out and sometimes you, you get them with kits. And this one I decided to print out after finding a good image, so... To make it more movie-like, and so I, I, I had to get this because I was watching that movie recently. It's just so good. And especially with uh, the recent coronavirus outbreak, this movie is even scarier because it's so, yeah. <laughs> it's so true to the times. <laughs> yeah, we need, we need uh, Vendetta to come out. That would be creepy, but I would love it. <laughs> very, very creepy. <laughs> very, very creepy indeed. So this picture that you've done a couple of Wonder Woman lately... Yes, and I have to get it's, I especially after seeing the new McFarlane one, and we talked about it when we did our Toy Fair coverage, especially with the original one. It just seems so hard for companies to find uh, or correct get the correct likeness to Gal Gadot. So I have to give credit to Beast Kingdom because this is actually one of the better likenesses, I think. Yeah, I think the best one is that SH Figure Arts by quite a way, actually. The Mesco oh, is yeah. decent. It kind of resembles it, but it's not perfect. But I think the figure arts one is great. Yeah, you I got have that one. I that. should take a. Yeah, I need to take more pictures of that actually. Yeah, uh, she's brilliant. And then the essentials. Um, 
potentials Cheetah, which is one of the better figures they've done from that line. I think her and Red Hood, I think they're two of the best ones. Easily, easily. And I, I wonder if we're going to see pretty soon what the Cheetah's going to look like from the movie. I'm very interested. To see. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, it's kind of like the Black Mask thing, isn't it, where we didn't find out yeah. the last minute. I think it's going to be a similar, a similar situation, which is quite interesting. But, uh, yeah, so uh, moving into the animated universe now, this was a fantastic picture. I had to get the... Uh, I had to use the McFarlane one because I felt bad. I hadn't used that guy in a while. I was like, what? I bought them. I need to use them. Yeah. I forgot the Harley, so they're in the same universe. Yeah, the vehicle scaled decently. And do you know what? I actually think it scales pretty perfectly because it is, okay. uh, like, compared to the six-inch figures, it is a bit massive, isn't it, sometimes? Yes. I, always, I, always, I don't know if it's accurate or not because I haven't really paid much attention to it, but it just seems overly huge. I've done a picture of the Batmobile for like over a year now just because I think it's too massive and cumbersome. And, it is. Yeah. It is humongous. Yeah, that one I took. Huge. It's been raining in California, at least overcast sometimes. So I figured I'd take advantage of that lighting. It looks great. I love the details on Batman, and the handcuffs fit perfect as well for that scale. Yeah, I was gonna go with the Robin ones because they have the bat, that bat uh, yeah, silhouette. Yeah, it's yeah. way too tiny. Way too tiny. <laughs> <We're> comical. <It's laughs> like, stick stick wrist. <laughs> um, here we go, the What Is Reality picture. It's an episode we recently reviewed on our last, I believe it was our last episode, wasn't it? The What Is Reality, not last yeah. episode, one before. But um, yeah, it's a perfect, uh, perfect shot for that. And I, I wanted to uh, make, I figured I did a lot of the part where they're in the VR, so I was like, okay, let's do the ending where they find Riddler. So I did that. Yeah, Plus I love it's one the of my What Is Reality ones. <laughs> I, could, I can remember last time the picture of Commissioner Gordon that you did, which is just so perfect. Ah, uh, yes. I was tempted to use that one again because I just like how it looks just like the cover, but no. <laughs> we've both been having a bit of Black Manta and Aquaman uh, love this week. Yes. I had to, I figured I'd use that guy too because the blonde classic one never gets enough love. No, the new tough, doesn't. cool bro one gets a lot of love, but poor classic. I know that. I'd, I'd, yeah, it is true that is, and um, that, that's the icons figure, right? That oh, come on. Yes, and the uh, uh, Manta's figure. DC Direct when they're in their heyday. Yeah, and you can tell because that figure is amazing. <laughs> I love the detail you put around the light, the eyes as well. I always find that really difficult to get the eyes to light up to um, get a little mist in pictures. Yeah, yeah. I, I had to use shot. I had to use Photoshop or GIMP for that to get it, it right. Brilliant. Thank you. Glad you think so. And that's a ready set as well, isn't it? Yes. And that's the uh, laboratory one or the space uh, one. As is this. Yes. And I had to get in a cyborg too. I feel cyborg like I don't too. use those Beast Kingdom ones enough. But they have great. Yeah. That flash looks perfect. I mean, they just did them so well, the cyborg. And if, I wish that he got another chance at cyborg. I feel bad that he doesn't get to play him anymore. It is kind of sad, and that he didn't, uh, he didn't really get the justice that he deserved, did he? In in that yeah. movie, because they had so, much, I think he had the most scenes cut than anybody, didn't he? Um, yeah, with his mom and playing football. Yeah, I mean, like I know we're saying they don't need an origin story in that, but that would have been brilliant to see. Um, all well, especially sort of since stuff. he was supposed to be the heart of the movie, and because he's like part yeah. of the mother box and he's supposed to be able to know the technology so it makes sense it's not like they forced it 
Yeah, to tie it all in with like the Nightmare Universe and stuff. Oh, that yeah. would have been awesome. <laughs> these these two were seriously underused in that movie. Hope maybe Flash will bring him back in his movie if we're lucky. Yeah, I hope so. Definitely hope so. And uh, oh, we've got an almost gotten picture as well, which definitely have to talk about because I I love all the pictures people do for almost gotten. Like, I know Simon's done some great pictures. Um, Simon's even done a, an Arkham one. I can remember back in the day when I first started oh, yeah. an Arkham almost gone, which is great. Um, I did a, a Dark Knight trilogy version of it. <laughs> yeah, yes, I do remember that. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. And then um, seen uh, Batman the Articulated Series has done it. I've recently done it. Everyone's loving the almost gotten stuff at the moment. It's great. It just happened to line up with my my series, and I figured yeah. I'd do this because. Uh, I have the the overcoat with the Soap Studios uh, Harry Potter figure. Yes. And the hat is a Rorschach hat, and she basically wears that outfit. So I was like, okay, <laughs> I'll do this since it's also a nice little, uh, nice little verbal jab she gives at Harvey, and that's also a nice yeah. reference of the first time we see him. I said, Harvey's expression is perfect as well. He does not look <laughs> impressed. He does not look one one bit impressed um, um, with that. And I'm speaking of impressed, you did a couple of pictures this guy and this being the second one as well absolutely love that shot then the the shadow is just brilliant and that was a happy accident <laughs> <laughs> no that looks fantastic i really enjoy that i found that no. hard to believe that's an accident oh uh, well i put it out there <laughs> and i was gonna i was just gonna try to get a cool picture of him in the dark but it happened to work out where it looked back a little like that and it gave the shadow so okay sweet the big happy accident was the car that went by and it got the light rays because yeah. of the long exposure. But uh, I picked this one, but first because I feel like uh, just that gives that lonely essence and just more of a Batman vibe. Like, okay, end of the night, yeah. everyone's asleep, go back to home. But then the other one just looks so cool with the lighting. So. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I, I love the sky and the, the sort of red lights in the background. So I was... I was going to Photoshop Flash into that where it looked like he's running, but I was like, nah, it's too <laughs> I just like how it looks. Oh, man, you should have a go of it and, and upload another one. That'd be brilliant. I'll try. I'd love to see that. <laughs> I'll try. No, I should do it, man. I'd love to see that. Or Flash chasing reverse Flash because they're yellow. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yellow that's and the red. That would be cool. Yeah, I'll manage to have a go of that. Batman's like, I'm not in, get involved. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, I, I'm too old for that. Can't be bothered. <laughs> um, let me know if Darkseid's around and I'll fight him instead. Yeah, I might have to do that. Uh, yeah, I should do that. That'd be, that'd be pretty cool. Um, and also, he did another street shot. Where is it now? I've gone past it. It's the one with hair in the sky. Oh, there it is. Right above it. Oh, that. I really like this picture. Yeah, and that one, I, I'd done the, a few pictures of this, but I never did the one where he almost got attacked and Batman thought that he was involved. So, forget oh, I love that. It's great. <laughs> we, yeah, we recently reviewed that episode. Really enjoyable. Yes, I finally crossed over it into the episodes that we were covering. Yeah, that, that happened, didn't it, yesterday? And I was like, yes. oh, I can't wait, can't wait to um, review this episode. But um, it's, imagine it's a nightmare for you to think of a couple of different ideas. Oh, yes. Be, <laughs> it helps creatively. Especially for this episode that we're going to review today. It's tricky because it's not got a real sort of... Um, I don't know, the characters for it are quite limited again. There's no real sort of oh, main yeah. villain, so to speak, but... Um, I am yeah. the night. Yeah. But so have you picked up any new plastic over the last week? 
Uh, I've been hunting, and I could have picked up some new plastic, and I saw the new arrow figure from McFarlane. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, your story, yeah. And after looking at the face and everything, I just wasn't impressed with the face sculpts. Mm. It just wasn't. I mean, I would like it just because it's an updated suit. It's brand new. It's like the final suit he wears before he's gone. Spoiler. And uh, I just couldn't pull the trigger. <laughs> but yeah. I think the Soap Studios one's too good, to be honest. Yeah. I did see the metal, the armored Superman. And at Walmart, he has $20. So don't buy him at GameStop. It's like 26 plus tax, 30 So if you are going to get one of those big boys, get him at Walmart or somewhere cheap like Amazon. Uh, at GameStop, I did see, and this is weird, the Raptor. I saw the Batman Raptor or the Batmobile, whatever you want to call it. And that's that's just 30 bucks so i didn't raise that at all at gamestop and that was actually felt heavy and it felt like it was real metal yeah. at least in some parts and i just couldn't do it because i just don't like the way why a raptor why is he sitting like that like <laughs> it's a strange thing i mean it's okay um but yeah it says a bit weird but the the, the arm of superman's great i can't yeah, think of too many ideas of pictures for him but he just does look very cool um and I do yeah. like that what you showed that his wings are articulated fully. That's really cool. Yeah, he, he is a great looking figure. Um, he needs an enemy to fight against. It's a bit boring putting him against Dark Side all the time. He needs a cool enemy. <laughs> like a, if I got like a massive Luthor Brainiac. Figure, yeah, or Brainiac. Yeah. Massive it'd be, Brainiac. Yeah, it'd be cool to see him fight against those. But, um, Have but you maybe, got any maybe even the maybe even the Lobo. No. Um, Ooh, no, Lobo. to be honest, no, not really. The only thing I'm waiting on is that Shazam uh, figure. I um, oh, actually did buy Volko as well. Um, I got it for a good deal on eBay. So, yeah, got Volko. And, yeah, that's about it for me. Nothing very exciting, to be honest. Have you have you been hunting at all? Have you gone to any stores and looked at anything? But I'd, I'd look around, yeah. I, found, I had a look at some of the new McFarlane stuff. And, uh, to be honest, I can't really be bothered with it at the moment. I'm just waiting for the new stuff because... I think it's like knowing the um That's why I've Wonder been going Woman. <laughs> yeah. It's like knowing the Wonder Woman's coming out and then they got the Arkham Asylum wave and uh, probably the White Knight of Batman, I'll probably get that. Oh. I, I think I think it just looks so good and um I've also I've pre ordered the Mezco Mr. Freeze as well. He looks outstanding, I gotta say. So you got some you got some plastic on deck. Yeah. Some stuff uh, on pre order, so to speak. And, and I that's why I've been out recently because I've been hoping that uh, I've been able to see the the Wonder Woman or maybe a Harley Quinn, and that's another thing. I saw it's on the back of the box. Yeah, we know that it was probably in production, Weird. but do you think that the movie bombed so bad that they just stopped making it? Probably because I still so, yeah. feel I feel like there's an audience out there. Like there's a lot of girls, teenage girls that love Harley Quinn. It's true. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I probably get I probably will get the figure arts version of it. Yeah. Unless Mayfex oh. comes up with something, but yeah, it's very strange. I can't say I'd buy it, but it's very strange that they've just sort of advertised it, kind of, and then not bothered with it. It's very weird. Um, I don't like to say, but it's very Mattel-esque, which is not good. Uh, or DC Collectibles. Or D yeah, very DC Collectibles. Yeah. yeah but they changed are you everything. <laughs> Are you interested at all in the Bat Raptor? Maybe if like the price goes down, or just can't be bothered. Uh, it, it'd have to be super cheap, wouldn't it? Like probably half price to get it. Are you the same? Yeah, I mean, maybe if I saw it on Amazon, but I don't. I mean, 
it would just be me forcing myself to take pictures of them, and that's never something good exactly. creatively. <laughs> exactly. It, it would be quite boring as well, wouldn't it? All you do is just pictures of him standing by it or pictures of him on it driving, and it wouldn't be, yeah. Because everyone involved... That. Everyone involved hates it. Like, I'm not enjoying it. Everyone else be like, oh, another picture of the battle. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. But other than that, uh, like I told you, I went to uh, Five Below and I could have got all the Shazam family, but can't be bothered because, again, forcing. It, I could just think of one picture of you just like a Justice League style, everyone in the line. Yeah. But, yeah, that's uh, true. Well, that's about it. <laughs> you can't really do much else because the, the yeah, articulation I mean, of the stuff different locations of the carnival outside i don't know but I, they're out there so if you are looking for those you can go five below they're there and there's our there i also saw some black series star wars figures there for cheap five bucks decent uh pre-orders are available at gamestop if you're looking for like the gold wonder woman and all that but uh in terms of what other content we got we also we're going to be covering i am the knight but we also got question and answers so what do you want to do first uh, shall we do the episode review? Save the questions for later. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, let's questions. do that. Let's do that. Let's get so, the, the episode. Yeah. Plus, uh, force people to listen to the episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we, we know what we're doing here. We are pros. And uh, the episode tonight, or today, or whatever you're listening, is <laughs> I am the night. Yeah. So hopefully, you're us listening at night. But uh, it is an episode that in terms what do you think when you think of it uh do you know what i really like this episode um i feel like we've probably talked about this one quite a lot um and very it's very sort of um relatable i think in in everyday life this episode i think you know everyone goes through the struggles and stuff and like you know with mental health these days being massive i think it's quite a, um a very sort of modern day episode um which is, which is brilliant and it's also fun to see Batman being that one with his own sort of um I don't know if mortality is too big a word but he's just sort of questioning himself a little bit and has that sort of douse but yeah I think it's a great episode of this one I really do enjoy it yeah in this episode there is not really a Batman enemy but the almost the enemy is himself in this one it is yeah yeah like fighting his internal his internal conflict and uh what I first think of when I think of this episode is at first, your eye on the night is like, oh, does he say the phrase or that sort of thing? But it, uh, for, I don't know if the title really has too much to do with it. I always feel like there's a disconnect between the title and the episode itself because yeah, uh, the, it just it's starts like a off quote, like, isn't it? Really? Yeah. It's just like a, a sort of, I don't know. Do they we'll say think, it in the we'll episode? Think, we'll at think all? think of. I don't think so, no. I think we'll say, we're, oh, something cool sounding for this episode. We don't have a title. Because yeah, I can't really yeah, call it the, the Jazz Man. <laughs> the Jazz Man plays his hand, or yeah. Depressed Batman. You can't really call it Depressed Yeah, or, or Golden Down or something. <laughs> Gordon Down? That would be yeah. funny. Or Bullish Bullock. Bullish Bullock. I would yeah. take any of those, to be honest. But, I mean... This episode, like you said, it's uh, very relatable, and we're, right away we see it's on the anniversary of Bat the death of Batman's parents, so at least we don't have to see it. He just tells it to us, yeah, or it's told to us. Uh, we see a very depressed-looking Batman, and he's sitting even away from like the Batcave and everything. He's kind of off in his own 
corner and Alfred comes up and he's like, sir, you haven't eaten or slept in a long time. And Batman gets deep on him right away and says, a uh, broken body can be dealt with, but a broken spirit, that's something else. And, uh, and right away you see the mindset of Bruce or Batman. Yeah. He is done. It yeah. just seems like right away. And it's kind of like compounded by like the penguin being overturned. Like yeah. Conviction. And I love that. I know we've talked about this before, about that part of the cave that we only get to see in this one episode. I think that's brilliant. Um, yeah. The way that they do that. And they sort of um, exaggerate it by showing loads of pictures of the cave going past. And then they end up this little bit of the cave where he's, he's sat. It just shows how secluded he is and a little bit of a symbol of his mind as well. Which I think is quite quite interesting and pretty cool how they did that. That's um, true, and I also feel like in Batman media, like in the Dark Knight Returns, they show a little glimpse of maybe this spot where it's like, yeah. oh, that's where he goes and gets his strength. Or, I feel like he has. Uh, it's always known that he had this spot, but we rarely get to see it. Yeah, so. and like this episode, it was directed by Boyd Kirkland as well, and he doesn't get anywhere near the credit that he deserves <laughs> for these things. Like Paul Dini and Bruce Tim mop up all the credit for the stuff, but. Boyd Kirkland did a great job with all of his episodes in um, in the series. So, um, but yeah, job, so after, yeah, he did a cracking job. It really did. Like, yeah, what you said too about the penguin getting out. It's like right after Batman says this stuff, he looks at the paper and just like, oh, again. And then yeah. He says he can put him away, but they just keep coming back and just repeats itself and. I mean, that kind of could be like work. Like, oh, I go to work every day and I clean up and no matter what, it just gets trashed again. Or no matter yeah. what, it's like, you can really relate to that to anything. Wouldn't it be cool if Birds of a Feather was the episode before that episode? <laughs> what a reality in the middle. So it's literally that would like be, a follow-on. That'd be pretty that cool. would be, that actually is brilliant. I mean, we, we know the DCA is a continuation, so it probably does mean that the conviction That's that true. he got for that. It's like, we all know it's a continuation, like even from the early days with like the Cadmus stuff. And Milo, but yes, anyway, um, yeah, so Batman then, um, sort of, I don't know, this bit's a bit weird. Is it a memory, this bit, when he goes out? And it probably is, isn't it? Where he's sort of remembering um, what's happened. Um, a guy is uh, out um, on the streets asking for change, saying, oh, it works every time, you know, asking for people to <laughs> change for the for the bus, in inverted commas. Um, and uh, we then cut to a scene where we see Bullock, and Commissioner Gordon with the GCPD uh, ready to do a, a sort of a sting on the on the jazz man and his uh, hideout in his warehouse. And um, you know, but, but of course, as he always is, he's desperate to go in and find uh, the jazz man. <laughs> um, Bullock likes to hog the collar, as uh, the police like to say. <laughs> Bullock enjoys that. Um, he calls Batman a glory hog, but I'm afraid Bullock is cut from the same cloth. I think. He also um, hogs the food. Yeah, yeah, he absolutely does. Hogs <laughs> all the donuts. Um, <laughs> I always remember that scene when everyone's rushing out and he goes back for a donut. I always remember that. Yeah, literally, that is literally what he does. And um, yeah, so Gordon's like, no, we've got to wait for Batman. You know, he said he'd be here when the bus goes down. And uh, yeah, while he's doing that, Batman is visiting Crime Alley with Leslie, which is quite nice, you know, to see a follow on from appointment from yeah. Crime Alley. So we know obviously this is a year on from that moment. Um, which is quite uh, a long time, like quite a lot's happened in, in yeah. between those episodes, which is pretty cool, you know, a nice continuation there as well. Um, he never misses an appointment. 
No, it's quite I like it, quite I like that. And it's nice to see Leslie brought in for this episode. She uh, creates a nice little angle on it. And uh, yeah, so we then come back to the man that uh, has been taking the change away from people, the <laughs> bus. And, uh, you know, two thugs sat on him for not paying up. Uh, oh, yeah, for working the corner. Yeah. And, uh, and Batman comes in to help this guy. And, 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 you know, whilst he's taking the thugs out, the flower gets crushed. I can remember seeing, I always remember his face when he sees that, like the animation on his face. Uh, it's a horrible moment, but it just makes me kind of laugh to the, the facial expression <laughs> he pulls. I don't know why. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and then Batman sends him off into the rescue mission with, with Leslie, the guy that's been taking the change, which we will return to a little bit later. Yeah, so I do like how Batman confides in uh, Leslie with the little time that we see with him where he's asking if he's doing this, the right thing and we should. Both people that we see that are closest to him in his life, basically, and yeah. he's, he's confiding in, and we we see two, and we basically a, a third one's coming up later. It also reminds me a lot of Noel or like a Christmas Carol, basically. Mm. Yeah, no, uh, no, when he says like, oh, I wonder if every year I come here is the last year, you know, I think that's yeah. an amazing quote. He he knows deep down he will never ever stop until he's forced to, or if he's dead. Yeah. Ah. It's so good. And then, uh, so yeah, like what you said, we, uh, where did we leave off, sorry? Yeah, so um, after um, Batman sent off the uh, the guy to go and join so the rescue, the, rescue yeah. mission with Leslie. So we see that Batman, because he was doing all this, he was late for the uh, the raid on the Jazz Man, and because yes. of it, the whole, a whole battle takes place, and the raid takes place, and in the fire and the crossfire, Commissioner Gordon is severely wounded yeah. by Jimmy, aka the Jazz Man Pete. Just on that <laughs> on that thing, I love how um, in every single one of these shootouts, it's just a guy shooting out a window, straight forward, just machine gunning a window constantly. Like it's not in <laughs> any way directed at anybody, and nobody dies in these things. It's no wonder with that accuracy. Uh, yeah, well, it's like very much stormtrooper accuracy yeah. for these guys. But someone <laughs> finally hit something, and it was Commissioner Gordon, and Batman is devastated by this. And, uh, of course, he's uh, hanging by a thread. He's also taken to the hospital and put on all the machines and the apparatuses. And uh, Barbara Gordon is there. We see her. We haven't seen her since uh, Heart of Steel. But she's still there. Not Batgirl yet, so another... Uh, early look before, which yeah. is nice. Love all these little cameo things that we get in this episode with like Leslie and and, and Barbara Gordon and stuff like that. It's Definitely. Fantastic. And what you said too about like timeline, we get an idea of what the timeline is, where yeah. everything. So a lot there's of there's so so many people used in this episode, even if there's no sort of like main villain, so to speak. Yeah, even Bullock gets yeah. his little time to shine. Like Alfred and and Dick as well. They're brilliant. And then, right after that, we see that everyone's visiting in the hospital. We see Barbara, we see Batman, and we see Bullock. And Bullock has something to say to Batman, correct? Yes. Bullock, <laughs> Bullock not impressed. I love that. He's like saying, you outlaw! <laughs> when he's shouting yeah. out the window to me. Like, that was a brilliant moment. He's like, and I love how he says, like, you know, this isn't anything to do with the law. This is you and me. Like, it makes it very personal, Bullock. It takes it very personally. Um whole thing with the commissioner which is i think really well written yeah and i feel like the commissioner now he's uh 
At least he's having a good nap, even though he has to be wounded. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then, uh, Batman is, uh, he's grieving and he's upset. And while this is going on, Jazzman is at Stonegate, which is cool that we get to see Stonegate. And uh, that's because Gotham City Jail is overcrowded thanks to Batman. Just throwing everyone in there. I don't think we've seen Stonegate since the... Is it the Pretty Poison episode? Yes, where they first open ground. Yeah, when they, when they first when they first ruin it. So that's a nice little tie-in as well. And also yeah. quite a nice timeline again. That's true. Yeah, this episode... I mean, even though it's probably not hailed as the greatest... It does have a lot of perfect... Uh, Story points to let you know where in the universe yeah. is place, which yeah. is nice. And then so Jazzman is sent to Stonegate, and he's going to try to plan to get out and uh, at least take Gordon all the way out because he's the reason technically that he's in Stonegate or caught. And then we also see that because Alfred is so worried about Bruce and so, like, wanting him to get out of his funk of depression, he is uh, called Dick from college to come talk to Bruce and hopefully that will help and he tries talking to him and, and again we're at, I don't know if we're near the place in the back gate but we're in like this cliff area on this little bridge I guess mm. and uh, Dick's talking to Batman let him know that he, he's got to come out of this that Gordon needs him everyone needs him yeah. and uh, Batman just says you know I don't want anyone else to be a victim because of what I've done and because I'm like, not able to be there, and Dick basically says the whole city would be falling apart if it wasn't for you, if it wasn't for you going out every mm. night, and, and uh, Batman, in just utter disgust and completely overwhelmed with emotion, just takes off his mask and throws it down into the yeah. abyss and just says that he wants to quit, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Let's like, say you. And he's saying, like, you know, Jim is the same age that his father would have been and stuff oh, like that. Yeah. So. That's brilliant, and you know he's been there for three days as well, so we get a little bit of a time scale on that. Um, and then he comes up the brilliant quote saying that when you look at the abyss and it looks back straight through, you know maybe that's time for Batman to return to the night from which he was spawned before anybody else gets hurt. I mean that is a brilliant quote, absolutely brilliant quote. I think I enjoy that quote more than the Iron the Night and Batman because I think that's such a meaningful and very truthful thing that he says you know you can tell he really means that when um, he says it's not any bravado or anything it's straight from the heart and he really does truly mean what he's saying which is fantastic that's true and that line has actually been said again in uh, like the killing joke well not said again but said something similar but yeah. you could tell that that's also probably one of bruce tim's favorite lines and you're, yeah. it's so good it's and so what he says to um Owlman as well you know about the abyss and stuff like that it's similar sort of lines with with those, um, with those yeah. quotes, which is pretty cool. Uh, so good. That's an amazing quote. And, oh, this um, is a Saturday morning cartoon. We're talking I about know, depression man, yeah. and death and life hanging in the balance. It's, it's, got, it's got shades of sort of, um, it's never too late kind of this episode. Yeah. A little bit in this sort of dark, deep meaning behind it. But, um, uh, but what Saturday morning is, cartoon is taking on mental illness and depression? I know, yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. This was 25 years ago as well, which is crazy. That's very great to, to think about, but um, but yeah. So I, well, while this is going on, we've got the jazz man escaping in the classic laundry cart style. <laughs> um, he goes down a grid. Now, I'm, this is it's just me, but how poor is your security got to be for someone to just lift up a grid and go straight down it 
end up directly back into Gotham's underworld, um, which is quite we scary. We never thought of that. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, Jasmine's uh, escaping and uh, he's going to go back after... Um, He's going to go back after Commissioner Gordon. You know, he's, 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 he owes him a, a visit to Harpland, as he puts it. But before all that, we go back over to Batman. You know, he's uh, he's uh, all distraught. And this is where we see the Abyss quote, of course. And also, um, I love how Batman says, you know, I've become a cliche. They make action figures of me. Batman, oh, would, yeah. Batman would hate DC Direct, given they re-release <laughs> color variants of him constantly. He would really not be a DC Direct fan, Batman would. No. Um, he'd, he'd they're milking me for all it's worth, Alfred. They're milking me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he wouldn't like them at far one figure either for skipping leg day. Um, yeah, that's not how I look. I work on a balanced regiment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and my chin's not that big. But, um, <laughs> the Jay Leno yes. bat. <laughs> Jay Leno, that's brilliant. Um, but yes, then we go back over to the hospital with Barbara Gordon. Yes. Yeah, so she's, uh, you know, Barbara saying to um, to Dick that oh, he'll come back to finish. Which is quite cool that we see Dick Grayson going over to see Barbara. That's where we sort of see the relationship between them oh. sort of begin, which is quite nice. Um, you know, saying that oh, he'll come back to finish him off, and you know, um, Dick says, oh, you know, the jazz man has broke out, but um, you know, hopefully, hopefully Batman will be there to to stop him. You know, because Dick sort of knows deep down, you know, there's a, a problem with that. Um, yeah. So he heads back to uh, to see Batman, uh, or Bruce, who was just sat in a chair in Wayne's Manor, just sort of completely and utterly broken. And, and Dick's like, you know, the most important lesson that you told me was to never, ever give up, which is brilliant. I think that's something Ooh. that, you know, he's proper thrown shade there, hasn't he? But I think, I think it's something in life that is just generally true, you know, just never give up with whatever it is. It's something that and I know... That's one superpower. Yeah, I, mean, I know something that is personally what I live my life by every day, just don't give up. Um, and, uh, you know, Dick says, right, if you're not going to do anything about it, I am. So he heads out and he's about to get on the, the side yeah, yeah. and go. And all of a sudden Batman's like, no, this is my hunt, which is brilliant. Which is another, but we don't get to see him team up with Robin. I know, it's stole <laughs> the opportunity, which is uh, a shame. You know. But the Batman's very personal about some stuff. Yes. And you know, we've seen him before ditch um, Robin for <laughs> missions that he has to do on his own. Uh, this time, Robin stands aside with no problem. I think he knows at this point, like, yeah, I'm not going to test this guy's nerve. We'll just leave him yeah. to it. I'm happy enough he's in the costume again. <laughs> But yeah, and from here we see that the jazz man, he's at the hospital and he's with a gun and he is trying to come through the window because he's pretending to be a window cleaner and uh, he's about to finish off Gordon while he's sleeping. But Barbara throws her body in front of him as a human shield, already displaying yeah. her willingness to be a hero and self-sacrifice. Yeah. And uh, we see Batman show up, throw a battering and a fight ensues and Batman eventually takes care of the jazz man. Yeah. And uh, Bullock is able to come in last minute with some more uh, secure or more guards or policemen. And the jazz man is apprehended. Gordon wakes up and everything is well. Yeah. Brilliant voice acting there as well. It's Bob Hastings, isn't it? Does the voice of Gordon. That's some great yes. voice acting from him in that moment as well he really does sound like he's genuinely hill and yeah it's fantastic voice acting 
Um, and when Batman throws that batarang at the Jazzman, it sticks <laughs> in the end of the gun and he shoots that's gonna yeah. break your break your wrist. They'll do a lot to you. It's gonna hurt. But um, <laughs> you know, yeah, and he's he, you know, Gordon's like, oh, I always wanted to be a hero like you, and Batman's like, you are a hero, Jim, which is a great way um sort of cap off that uh, that scene right. which is fantastic and and then we get the sort of very very final scene after that where batman heads back onto the streets and he sees the guy from earlier who was there uh, like stealing money and he thinks he's up to it again and you know he <laughs> said oh you know I, I owe a lot to you batman you know i've reformed i'm heading home and just says thanks to him and then that sort of batman's faith in humanity restored which is very yeah. true of these days yeah and also, I do like the little end scene with Commissioner Gordon and Batman because it does, even though they're not father and son, it does feel a lot like a father son moment. It does, yeah, no, it does. Gordon's kind of like giving him, it's like I always wanted to be like you, or almost like I'm proud of you, and that sort of thing. Yeah, it's true that is, yeah. So, what do you rate this episode, Scott? Um, a good question. I'm going to give this episode an eight out of ten. Um, I really enjoy everything about it. If I'm honest, I think it's um, it's got really good meaning to it. Lots of different characters involved, and it just feels very real, very sort of realistic Batman story, um, which is fantastic. Yeah, a very sort of modern day uh, story, which I really enjoy. And uh, yeah, fantastic. What, what do you think? Yeah, I give it. A, I give it an eight to maybe even eight and a half now. Just looking at all the the ways yeah. it ties in with the uh, where it gives you a continuity with everything, gives mm. callbacks, gives foreshadowings and it just gives you a good timeline but also the fact that the uh, the message and what they're talking about and what Batman is dealing with is something that even just now to this day is something that people are just now starting to get comfortable with talking about. It's true. And this show 25 years ago and they weren't afraid, it wasn't like it was an episode where Batman's dealing with a criminal or with a friend who's depressed. They put Batman in the spotlight as Batman being the one with the depression and the one struggling. So, I mean, I think that that took a lot of balls back then because people yeah. like, what? Batman's struggling? Because you wouldn't, I mean, you couldn't imagine Superman being depressed or anything like that. So the fact that they've had Batman, like, is it all worth it? And these were coming out of Batman's mouth. Like, is it all worth it? Like, what's the point? They're just going to do it again. Like, that's heavy stuff. And then Having to be having something like Commissioner Gordon being shot, having to be the reason that he's sh- like shaking out of his funk. That's uh, it's pretty good, and I think it resonates now, like you said, more than ever. So, it's totally teaching kids a lesson as well, isn't it? With that, which is yeah, they never give up, and I think that is the perfect tie into what uh, they show in Justice League, where it's like, What's your own powers? I never give up, yeah, so I think is. even that's brilliant. So, I think this yeah. is a very underrated episode. Yeah, it, it really is, and um, yeah, I love all the not only the fact that they put loads of characters in it, they don't just use it for the sake of it, you know. <laughs> they don't just, you know, it's not like a Marvel movie where they put somebody <laughs> in just to be there, if that makes sense. Remember him, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, they, they use the characters brilliantly, like Barbara Gordon is used great, they sort of used Dick Grayson in that scene as well to sort of start their relationship together, yeah. Um, yeah, it's perfect. It really is. Fantastic episode. Basically, everyone in Batman's life important to him is trying to plead to him. So that's cool. Yeah. Seeing the supporting characters. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a good episode. What is our next episode? Oh, do, do you know what? This is something I did not check. 
Um, well, I think I could tell you. Okay. I think it is uh, off balance. Oh, okay, yes. I mean, of course it is. Yeah, I remember seeing what <laughs> you did today. Uh, off balance. Off Where balance. We get to see oh, yeah. Yeah, it's okay. And if you're a German villain, it never ends well for you. So <laughs> It's more of a green arrow villain, so I guess that's cool. You get to see yeah. 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 <laughs> but uh, that's all for the episode, and now it's time for questions and answers. It, it is, absolutely. It's that time again. Um, we have a lot. Yeah, we have a lot of questions. I think we've got like 24 questions in total, which is insane. Some funny some serious and some a bit of both. So looking forward to this. But yeah, thank <laughs> you to everybody who sent their questions in. A few of them, I don't know, personally I had to leave out because they made no sense, which is a shame. But, <laughs> um, no, um, yeah, looking forward to answering these. All right, so do you want to go first or me? I'd go for it, yeah. Let's see what okay. you got. All right, so this question is from Sergio underscore Antonio. And he says, what is your favorite Batman? He didn't specify live action or anime. So. Um, Conroy's Justice League Batman is my favorite uh, Batman, comfortably. Yeah, comfortably. By, by a long way. In fact, actually, no, not by a long way, because I'd say the Arkhamverse Batman is a fairly close second. But those two, no, I'd be happy with either one of them, but probably Justice League animated Conroy I'd go for. How about you? I would say... Kevin Conroy as Batman. Basically anything that he's in. I he's yeah. my Batman. I love him. And I anytime I read any comic, like we've said before, you, you read it in his voice. So I mean, you didn't specify live action or animated, so that's the answer. <laughs> so yeah, that's down. One down. <laughs> I think that I think they're pretty solid answers, those. Yeah. And it's actually to be fair, you're kinda of right, because both the versions I said are Conroy, so yeah, Conroy. Yeah. Yeah. Conroy is definitely the better one. Um, Thank you, okay, Sergio. I start off with a, a question I got as a, a photo request, uh, which is from Alexis Zalo. And can you make a Mad Hatter scene from Gotham, please? Now, I have no idea what this means. Uh, so I, I know that you've seen most of Gotham. What what does that mean, make a Mad Hatter scene from Gotham? I didn't know he was in it. Yeah, he was in it. He was, uh, he was decent. They didn't use him enough. And uh, it's just he's a lot of the same stuff that you see in uh, Batman, the animated series, except he kind of had this weird thing with his sister, so it was kind of creepy. So. Okay. <laughs> it was kind of weird, I, yeah. I've still a Mad Hatter animated picture. I haven't done one for a while, so maybe I can use that. It's due, Scott. It's due. Yeah, it's about time. You got that new camera? Busted that. <laughs> All right. Another question. And this is at comic underscore monster. This is who it's from. How, and this is this is a instructional question. How do I get better lighting for my photography? Um, better lighting. I just go for something strong um, and something clear. So the lights I use, which I'm using right now on this podcast, are these things. I'm just go for something LED, something strong. I know... I don't know the name of these. I know like Lewis used a Philips Hue, and I see some people use Loom Cube, which I think is overrated, by the way. Loom yeah. Cube. But um, <laughs> just to give you an idea, those sort of things. But um, I, I like to light at the end of the day. Something that's bright and clear, get it. Um, yeah. And just experiment with things as well. Like, I, so 
it's something I found when I first started. I used to think, oh, my camera's pretty shit. It doesn't work <laughs> very well. It's Lighting is everything. If you get something yeah. clear and lit perfectly, your camera will pick up on that. So um, I, there's people that have got these expensive, fancy cameras and stuff, but their lighting's not the best and it, it ruins the quality of the picture. It, you know, lighting is everything. And um, it's a good question, actually, because lighting isn't something we probably talk about enough. Because it's really difficult to get the correct lighting on things, and also the right colours. Something I've tried yeah. to experiment with a lot lately. Because I know, like you and and Lewis, um, you use a lot of different colours from different angles. And that's something I tried to recently do on a Batman Forever picture. So it's just uh... I wanted to just mess with stuff, and that's lighting so critical. Um, and the lights you use are pretty cool stuff as well. Yeah, I'll show mine. Um, these I got. Oh, let me flip it. <laughs> There's a different angle on my face. I use these bad boys I just got for Christmas, and these are big. Uh, but I would say overall, uh, go out and see. Use your camera in daylight. See what it looks like True. in shadow. See what it looks like in raw sunlight. Uh, see what lights you have at home, and see what it looks like. Uh, with your camera, you don't even have to take a picture. Just have the, the camera out on it and put different lights up to the figure. See what looks best, and then after, you can see what you got available first and see if anything works. And then outside of that, then hopefully you take note of what Scott showed you because his lights are actually really cool. They have a they have a base light and they have a ring circle at the top, which is awesome. yeah, it's, yeah, it's got like a ring there. You can change the color, just tap whatever color you want it to be. That's and, so sick. Uh, it's got different, and I'm probably going to blind everybody watching now, but it's got different light settings as well. That you <laughs> Look can at that change. sweet glare. It's got, <laughs> it's like the, the light glare you can see here above my head is from a light that's in the window that I would so they're, they're really strong, really powerful. But I, I remember you saying before, um, a while ago, saying that um, natural lighting is the best. It honestly it is by a long way. Yeah. Get it, just go out there and take some pictures. It's, it's brilliant. And I, I mean, these. The lights I have, I got for Christmas, and they're expensive. That's the only way I would ever get them because I would ask for Christmas or for my birthday. But I mean, yeah. use the bat your like use your birthday and Christmas to get things that yeah. you uh, really need, like equipment. But like for me yeah. and Scott, me and Scott like to spend our money on figures. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, these only cost twenty quid. For, oh, that's really perfect. Big, so, so just something cheap and clear. That's the best. All right. Advice: You don't have to get all these fancy colors and stuff. You worry about that later. Just get something cheap and really, really clear, preferably you LED. Have, you don't have to get a loom cube to fit in. No, don't, <laughs> don't buy a loom cube because you've seen people who want you to pay nine dollars for a podcast to get them. Don't do that. You know, I've seen oh. a lot of people say I'm a loom cube ambassador. Well done, you promote a light and don't get paid for it. Well done. Yeah, you get to pay for your light and talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> all right, you're up, Scott. <laughs> okay, so uh, next question. This is quite a good question, actually. I really like this one. So this is from Comic Underscore Monster Underscore Studios. Um, I, I, the wording's a little strange, but I get what he's saying. How do I know when to make a custom figure and how do I attempt it? So uh, this is quite a good one. I thought this would be a good question for you because you've recently done the Joker custom figure from the movie, the carnival figure. So how do you sort of start an idea for a custom figure and how do you attempt it? Okay, so sometimes it's born out of desperation, and sometimes it's born out of love. And with That's this figure, point. it's born out of both, <laughs> and because there's no way to get it. And uh, with 
with the custom figures, there are sometimes you want to, if you have enough fodder, you can experiment and try different things. But go with your gut and your and your and your brain because if you have a good eye, and in other words, for me, sometimes I'm I hesitate. And I'm like, will it look good? Will it look good? Do I do it? Just go for it. Just do it because if you think it's going to look good, usually it is. It's like with uh, when you're doing a test and multiple choice. Usually the first answer you think of is usually the right answer, even though you second guess yourself. So trust yourself and trust your eye and uh, go for it. And sometimes it'll work and sometimes it won't, but most of the time it will work, especially if you have any kind of artistic ability, you generally know. And uh, I feel like it just has to be something. I don't even know if you know if it's, you'll just know if it's the right when it's right. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's a good point. And just, try it and have a go like people just try people, it. yeah people are like kind of i hasten to say scared because it's a bit of over exaggeration but some people are scared to have a go of it like oh i don't know where to start but just give it a go and yeah. it's like I, i'm absolutely appalling at custom stuff um but i did recently paint the animated joker um, figure in red to make it, it looks good movie. done the nightmare batman as well which i'm taking a picture of for ages need to do that but yeah just your go, custom just animated one go. Yeah, I'm doing that for Yeah, it's good. See, that's a perfect example. You had never really done a custom before that, but you knew it would look good. You knew the idea and execution would work, and it looks perfect. Everyone loved it. Yeah, well, I said, if it's different, people like it. Even if, in all brutal honesty, it's crap. So what? Just have a go. Just have a go. There's loads of crap customs out there, and I've probably made more of them than anybody else, but just have a go. It's worth worth trying, and um, at worst, you'll learn from it. True, yeah, and I like your customs, so they're not crap. All right, uh, hopefully, that was a good enough answer. Yeah, this one, this one is from the Mark Knight 0229. Oh, yeah, the Mark Knight. In your opinion, what was DC Collectibles' worst toy line? This That's is a good, good question. That is or a DC really Direct, good... whichever you want to call. Um, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say DC Essentials is their worst line ever. Um, dun, they've, dun, done, dun. They've, they've done loads of wacky stuff and like, uh, you know, they've done some great lines, some brilliant lines. But I'm gonna say Essentials. It's just boring, man. Like, and the arms are too long and. The only good thing about that line, I think, is the head sculpts. Oh, wait, no, it isn't. The, la- the arms do go like down to the kneecaps. Yeah, it's good. The, the, the head sculpts are good for people on a sort of two or three dollar budget because they're all the same. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, no like some, of the, some of them are great. Like the Red Hood's head sculpt's great. Cheetah's great. Uh, Nightwing's great as well. Brainiac was pretty good. Um, and there are others as well, but stuff like they, they let themselves down with like the Superman and the Aquaman head sculpts. Like they look the same. Oh, the Joker was a good one as well. But the Superman and Aquaman look the same with just different colour yeah. hair and it's just boring. And and like they're re-releasing Batman in a different colour again. Like it's just terrible. They do some weird lines and some great lines. Like the um I remember the the return of Bruce Wayne in like the cowboy suits and stuff. That was a terrible line, but uh, I would rather have one of those figures than some of the terrible essential stuff that's been um, 
shown off, but I think they are steadily improving. But you know, we're in 2020 now. How hard can it be to make a decent action figure? Yeah, well, we know uh, that they they love making statues. That's for sure. They they do. Yeah, actually, they could have been their worst line. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah. How about you? What are you gonna say? Um, I would say, I mean, DC Essentials sucks, especially because they don't have any accessories or extra hands. I mean, it's rare if they do. Yeah. And I think the reason the Red Hood is so good is because it actually comes with guns and stuff. Yeah, true. But the I think the in terms of biggest opportunities failed. I think they're Darwin Cook line because it's That's beautiful. Shop. It's a really good line. It's a really good artist. And he's an animated alumni. And his designs are cool, but they only made him like limited articulation. I remember like five or six points of articulation. It's like, why yeah. don't you go all out? Because they're beautiful figures. Yeah. So I feel I like that's great... just a waste. <laughs> I think some great work. I remember the, I saw a few days ago the Darwin Cook flash figure on eBay. That was great. Yeah. And I've got like the Darwin Cook um, uh, Black Hawk figure as well from that. Oh, yeah, that you do. Vintage line. He's a brilliant figure. Uh, it's a shame. And they're yeah. cool looking, but he's not super articulated, right? Yeah. No, not really, which is a shame, but it's just a great looking figure. And that's. I still get him, but I feel like the, they could have done more. Yeah, that's the foundation DC Directs were, were built on, was great-looking figures that uh, had articulation. So it is a shame. And detail. Yeah. Yeah, and detail. All right, you're up. Okay, uh, which Batman is better, Bale or Keaton? Batman? Uh, Keaton. Because Batman, yeah. he, said, he didn't say Bruce Wayne. <laughs> I, I, I agree. Um, <laughs> Keaton, I mean... Realistically, probably Christian Bale maybe delivered a better performance, but Keaton just had so much more of an impact on me. Yeah. So I'd and the for, world. I'd go for Bale. Yeah, and the world. I, in Returns, he's great. And in Batman 89, he's great. Like that Axis chemical scene, I just love it to death. It's so, so good. Absolutely love it. Um, I like I like the Bruce Wayne and how they do him as a playboy and stuff, but I also liked how Keaton played him as like a detached like weirdo that's just out of touch with real reality and society. I kind of like that he played aloof and weird. Yeah, it's true. Because it would be weird. Not to <laughs> take anything away from Bale, of course, because Bale is just insane. Yeah. But, he's, the, yeah he's Christian Bale for a reason. <laughs> we're very, very blessed to have so many great Batman actors. I, I don't think there's been a bad casting apart from maybe Clooney, but I, I, I don't really blame him for what happened in that movie anyway, so. Yeah. yeah. Clooney's just kind of smiling the whole time after that movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah. any any more words on that? No, no? I, think, I think that's about it, to be fair. Right. I'll go, yeah. This one I'm interested in, just to hear your answer. This is from at Nerd and Cheese, who is Larry from STS Guys. And he asked, what action figures did you have primarily as a child? That's a good question. Um, I'd say more than like more than like anything else. I'd probably say the Batman eighty nine figures, <sighs> um, a few different color variants of that Keaton figure. Like I, I remember the purple one with the gold emblem. He was my OG Batman figure, like <laughs> favorite figure ever. So um, uh, yeah, back in the day. So I'd I'd say I'd say um, the Batman eighty nine stuff, but the animated series was a big influence and. Um, Do you yeah, have a lot of Marvel? For them. Uh, 
Do you know what? I did have a few Marvel figures. Obviously, I had like the old Spider-Man 2002 figures. They came after all the Batman stuff, or mostly after the Batman stuff. Um, and, and do you know what? I think I was probably about... I mean, I had a few of the Spider-Man 3 figures, but they were pretty garbage. They were, they were uh, the smallest you had, as well. Did you have Venom? I did have Venom, yeah. Oh, he's worth a lot now. I'd, I've got him up in the loft somewhere, Venom. Nice. You might have to bust him out. Fetching down and selling. Uh, <laughs> you should. That's more fig money. Yeah, McFarlane I'd Multiverse. I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd probably go for that Batman that we used. He was my, and uh, the 89 line with the Joker and in uh, the Robin as well from Batman Returns. Had him. Uh, had Catwoman. I still got them somewhere. Uh, I'd filed away. Yeah, you're so you? lucky. What was, what was your original? What was uh, your origin story? <laughs> My figures I had growing up, I had the utility belt, 89 Batman. Yeah. I had the Jack that shot the acid out of his little flower, his orchid. Um, when Batman Returns came out, I remember I had a big birthday party that year. I got like the penguins flying mobile, nice. the penguins, the Catwoman. Um, I got the deluxe coupe with Bruce Wayne and all that. Nice. Uh, but then after that, I think I got some Batman Forever figures, but I had a lot of X-Men and Spider-Man. Whatever animated series was on TV, I had a lot of. Nice. So, looking back, I actually have a decent amount of Spider-Man animated and X-Men. Yeah. But uh, Batman animated series, I started coming back around when I was in fourth grade, the new Batman Adventures. So yeah. When that came back out, every report card where I got A's, I was just like, Batman, give me some figures. So... <laughs> That's a, those were my original figures. And then, some, some amazing figures back in the day, all, all the kind of stuff. Yeah, I think I stopped collecting around sixth grade, and then not until recently. <laughs> back, yeah. And just to kind of expand on that, was the next question I was going to ask, which is from KK underscore collects. What was your first action fig? First I can remember was the utility belt Batman. You know. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Um. Yeah, I'd, I'm going to go for the Keaton one again, the purple purple suit. He's the first I can remember. Um, and there was probably one I had before then, but that, he's the first one I can actually remember having and owning. Um, so, yeah, I'd, I'd go for him along with the, the Joker as well. With that, with that, You know, the one with the orange trousers and the purple coat from that. that with the variant. face change? Uh, no, Just a colour variant? It was a colour variant, yeah. But, yeah, I'd, I'd go for those two or particularly the purple suit Batman. My go-to Batman was the animated one where he had like this hard cape and it opened up and turned into a glider and he had the lightning. Yeah. That was the Batman. I yeah. still have it. That was my favorite. That's awesome. And then yeah. my other go-to was the Happy Meal Batman, uh, the Batman Amateurs Batgirl, which is this color, which was so, why I was so uh, happy to have yeah. this version again. Because yes. it reminded me of the Happy Meal. She's awesome. But, yeah, those are my go-tos. You're up. Well, unless you oh, you just went again, so. Yes. All right, this is from at Terry Ham. And they ask, favorite Batman? Question mark. Oh, okay. That's, um, that's a, a good question. I'm going to go. It's really difficult. Basically the I same mean, question as the first. It can't, if we're talking... Overall, than Conroy, but I say for movies, let's go movies. 
it's either Keaton or Affleck, and I really can't decide between the two of them. I, I love both of them a lot. Probably Keaton edges it because I, 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 it's hard. It's a difficult question. I've always loved Ben Affleck as Batman. I think he's amazing. But yeah. I, think, I think the Keaton movies are slightly better. That's why I'd go for them, for, for Keaton. I think his villains complete him as a Batman, whereas Affleck's not really had... Um, a villain, True. do you know what I mean? He's not really had a, a, a Batman villain. He's had Superman as his probably his main villain, um, or or Lex Luthor as his main villain. So I'd go for I'd go for Keaton personally because I just think he's brilliant. I love his bat suit. I love the darkness of him, um, and the composure of his Batman as well. Ben Affleck was a very angry Batman, whereas Keaton was very calculated True. Batman, more like an animated series Batman, I'd say. Yeah, and. I'm gonna go with you and pick Keaton also because at the time yeah. it was a big it was a big risk to make a Batman that dark. A lot of things about that movie were original. The Batmobile, the way the costume looked, Gotham as a whole being a big character, basically being gothic. And overall it set a precedent for superhero movies, it set a precedent for how Batman was gonna be, it set the tone for the animated series, and overall it just had a greater impact on pop culture as a whole. So I'm gonna pick Keaton. Yeah, yeah, it's true. He, he. Well, we've always said this on the podcast. He was the origin of all this that we have today, really. Yeah, you know, was the reason Batman, we're we, talking. <laughs> without like Burton, Keaton, and and even Nicholson, we wouldn't probably have most of what we have now, or any maybe. You know, they were the uh, straw that broke the camel's back, as we say, and um, yeah, they really stuck their neck out on the line and, and went for it and made a you know a couple of amazing movies, which is fantastic. Yes, thank we, you. We, I, yeah. I wonder if there's anybody out there expecting us to go, oh, George Clooney, he was a phenomenal Batman. And then... His nipples <laughs> were really standing out to me. <laughs> um, and just to sort of continue on with that sort of theme of questioning, what is your favourite Batman film? Ah, this is, from, okay. this is from Sergio underscore Antonio underscore the underscore bat <laughs> underscore. I can't see the rest of it, but I'm sure you'll find it if you search for that. Yes, after the third underscore, I'll pop that. <laughs> um, favorite Batman film. Ah, this is rough. Well, uh, because it actually was on film and it was in the theaters, Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Oh, yeah, great choice. That. Oh, look at that. And that's epic, <laughs> isn't it? Look at that for a poster. It's epic. Thank you to my sister. That was my that birthday present. That is, that is the way to introduce a villain with a poster like that. When you create... <laughs> when you're creating your own villain, just how cool is that poster to see the phantasm on there? It looks epic. Yeah, that's how you'd make your own villain. You're right. It, it really <laughs> is. And that cape spread as well looks epic. If um, only we had that DC Direct collectibles. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, right, what's your favorite? Shout. Uh, Batman 89. Uh, <sighs> it was the root of everything that I have right now. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and like I say, the Axis Chemical scene is just so good. Um, nice the, the music from it, I listen to the Danny Elfman album um, regularly, like with all the, the, the soundtracks on there. I listen to that a lot when I'm doing figure photography. Like Everything wow. about that movie inspires me, and I, I just can't stop taking pictures of that custom Batman Returns, Batman and... Um, I don't want you to. It's just, because just, just insane. Like I love everything about that movie, and so yeah, I'm gonna go for that. 
good. That's that's good for me. Now, again, continuing on with that thing. Batman quotes, your favorite. Uh, and this is wow. from B B Hoasia at B Hoasia. So to, I think, you know, it's difficult. I think I think the um, Doctor Destiny quote when he says, uh, "I have one power, I never give up." I think that's, I think that's just so poignant, and I, I love. Um, this is just to show a few other ones as well. That the um, the quote from Keaton when he says, um, "I do this because nobody else can," and stuff like that, and um, you know when he says, "Oh, he's out there right now. I've got to go to work and stuff like that," you know. I think that's brilliant and um, all those sort of quotes and um, yeah and there's a lot of Ben Affleck moments that are quotable as well when um, he's talking to Alfred and you know he's like how many necks millions and and stuff like that and there's there's so many to even think of and and also the beta one you know it's what I do that defines me there's so many epic quotes but I'd go for the never give up one because you're so simple and so hard cutted yeah, that's a good. That's a good quote. I don't. I don't know if it's hard for me to pick one. It's difficult, isn't it? There's so many epic ones. Gosh. <laughs> um. I don't know. I picked the whole Batman Mask of Phantasm movie. That's my answer. Yeah, I think that's good. It's good. <laughs> Sorry. Fantastic Sorry, movie. <laughs> you know, it's like when he says, you know, what will vengeance solve? And he's like, you of all people should know that. What Andrew uh, says back. I mean, that's a great, it's not really a Batman quote, but I think that's brilliant. Yeah, or when she says the only one being controlled by their parents is you. Yeah. Uh, amazing. She knows how to hurt them. She really does, yeah. <laughs> that, is a, that is a deep cutting comment. <laughs> All right, now, uh, but now back to you. Okay, so um, this is a question from I very was Martin. I'm not hope I'm saying that right. Uh, do you have an Adam West Batman figure? Shamefully, no. Um, probably should have one, but don't. Um, I love. I would love to get the Robin from that, and the you know, the necker. Uh, the necker Batman looks really cool. Yeah, Adam West necker Batman. Did they do a necker Robin? I don't think they do, do they? Which is a shame. Uh, only at the. Uh, I think it's like the eighteen inch version or twelve inch. No, that's a shame. If they did a six inch, uh, I mean, that may, uh, maybe McFarlane are listening. Let's get. The, let's have a couple. Of, some new figures from that. That'd be quite cool. Um, but they're just so damn expensive. Or maybe in a Hot Toys. Because they're not Hot Toys. Uh, Mezco. Batman and Robin from that they, they'd look really cool that actually would be cool I would buy those but yeah did you, but, you don't have an Adam West Batman no. do you Which is, it, no I thought about getting the, come by. yeah I thought about getting the big one because I, I think for 100 bucks I could have got the 18 inch one both of them but I just couldn't do yeah. 18 inches it's too big I just don't resonate with that show very much like for these days where yeah, I'm, I very much prefer a serious Batman. I just can't take that show seriously. And I get what it means to people and stuff, but I don't know. I just personally, massively enjoy it. To be honest, you don't I mean, like the any, bat and the shark repellent spray, and I can't take that seriously. <laughs> yeah, it was hard for me. Even my dad, when I was little, he's like, "You're not gonna like this show." And I was like, "It's Batman. I'll watch it." And I was like nine. I was like, "No, this is. I can't. No, do this. this sucks majorly." Yeah, I can't do this. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I think people only like it because it's not well, maybe a bit unfair that, but they only like it because it's nostalgic. Because really, it kind of sucks. It it kind of sucks. Really, <laughs> let's be honest. I would love to put that as a pull quote, like on a Blu-ray from Scott on that and <laughs> West. Really, comma, it kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, it really it does. It's not the best. All right, this is actually a good question. This is from at the glory the, the underscore glorious underscore pictures. Personal favorite action figure. Your personal favorite. That's a, a good shout of a question. So I'm going to go for this guy. Uh, per, personal favorite ever action figure. Very simple. The DC Collectibles Justice League animated Batman, which previously wasn't exclusive for that stupid DC Universe app but it's now going to be released very soon to the mass market, which you can't wait for. So um, it's still not out? No, unfortunately not. Not till June, I think. Oh. But yeah, epic figure, and what DC Collectibles can do when they put their minds to it, although QC issues could be better. But yeah, I'm going to go for that one. That series means everything to me, so yeah, go for him. Um, closely followed by that Necker 89 Batman. I think the Mezco Batman uh. would probably, probably be my favourite when he comes out, but for now, the him or closely followed by the neck of Batman. Well, I mean, I could just pick any Batman animated series figure, <laughs> that, but I would say overall my favorite that I have is this one because of that's just a great boat. figure, amazing the, figure. All the accessories and the ability to do different things with it with the other figures. So yeah, and the Terry head as well. Like, it's just so great. Yeah, I'm pretty happy that I have this guy. Because all the other stuff is pretty easy to find. That's um, what I mean. Like, I, I have you to thank for finding that figure because it's just—it's one of them where I just kind of get lost in the history. And you got it before it went too up in price. Yeah. Before it got crazy. I genuinely so, think most of that is down to you because people saw it and were like, "Oh, we need to get this." Oh no! Well, how could they forget sure. that? It's so exactly, cool, isn't it? And all right. uh, again, to expand on that, from Batman underscore one nine eight two one three, which is a favorite Batman figure. Um, again, again, I'd go for this guy because he's he's my favorite. <laughs> followed by the neck of Batman, who's up there, which I can't move on to go and get. But um, yeah, I'd go for justly animated again. Yeah, now go for just animated figures in general. I like them all because of all the accessories and the, they all yeah. have to be combined. Yeah. And that was a question from you? Uh, that, yes, from Batman okay. underscore 198213. Thank you for that question. Okay, this one is... Uh, this is... I can't... FOC Matthew? I don't want to say it, just in case. All right. uh, <laughs> this one is... Rank the DC animated figures, but I'll just put in terms of... Uh, in terms of Batman, you could rank PTAS, uh, TNBA, ju and Justice League, or just any other releases, I guess. Instead of ranking sure. each and every figure. Uh, well, we'll be here a long time. We, yeah. we, we'd have big grey beards by the time we finished with that. I think we but, each have like 400 figures to go through. <laughs> if we're going for like, I say a top three, then I'll go for JL Batman number one. JL Superman mm. number two, and then Batman Beyond as number three. That'll mm. be my top three. Like if if yeah. I had to get rid of every action figure from that series and keep three, I'd keep those three. 
Those are solid. I pick the expan the expression pack of Batman. Number one. I pick the Wonder Woman from Justice League just because you gotta have that. And then expression pack Joker. That's three. Yeah, that's a great shout. Joker's brilliant. I rank those. Uh, yeah, that's, that was a good question. I think it, it's um, we should do a whole episode on that one day. <laughs> discuss that would each, be. Each, which, that's, well, why don't we do that? We'll discuss every single animated figure release ever and rate them. That's quite a good. We could do that. That'd be intense. That'd be intense. We should do. I'd that. be down. <laughs> yeah, we'll go through the whole series, like starting with New Avengers Batman, and go all the way through the series ra- ranking them. That'd be quite cool. Okay, new new Batman Adventure Two Face. No way. Yeah, <laughs> it's like oh no, Nero's have got him because he's expensive and broken. Well, um, yeah, that's a good. It's a good. Uh, it's a good question. That is, and that could lead to a nice little um, mini series we could do. Yes. So there's your answer. We might do a whole series on it. Yeah. There you go. So you'll get a prolonged answer, which is kind of cool. Um, what do you got? Okay, so this question is from our recent guests that we had on from DCAU Review. Um, they do oh. fantastic work and they've been super supportive of us and our podcast, which is really kind of them. Uh, so, <laughs> as a fan of the six-inch figures, I find myself a nomad now that McFarlane is doing seven-inch. Any recommendations on a line to collect? So, it's a good point. I mean, it's, uh, it's difficult, isn't it? Um like a seven-inch line. The only seven-inch line I can think of that is worth doing is the Arkham line, but I'd just say that because I love the Arkham figures. But um, that'll that'll cost your wallet. Yeah, it will cost your wallet quite a lot. Um, to be honest, I think the best thing we can do is just wait for more McFarlane stuff. Yeah. Really, but it's just waiting for it. That's the the problem. We'll have two months after they've done their first wave, so hopefully, the next one will be coming up pretty soon. If we sort of assume they're doing three or four a year, then we're due one probably next <laughs> month or month after. Well, the other thing you could do is DC Essentials actually scale well with McFarland too. So if you're looking for different versions while you wait, those aren't too bad. Yeah. You won't get accessories, but they're not too bad and not too marked up. So. Yeah. That's uh, yeah, true. decent. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, the Wonder Woman said it's out this month, so hopefully it comes out. Oh, looking forward to that, yeah. I so can't wait to get that Wonder Woman. She looks epic. And then, you know, continuing on that path of new figure releases, at Air, E-R-C-O-A-T-E-S, E-R Coats, are you guys going to collect the Adventure Continues? What say you, Scott? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, for the most part. (laughs) <laughs> some of them I just don't see the point in like Robin and Harley like it's just kind of pointless I'll probably get all of them being honest but doing it under protest um, <laughs> a little bit yeah like a soccer match a football yeah. match yeah um, I, yeah I'm gonna get the ones especially like Deathstroke I'm gonna get Red Hood I'm going to get the armored Batman. The repaints, I'm only going to get those if I'm in desperate need of them, figure-wise, to continue to do what I need. Like, if they're broken and that sort yeah. of thing. My Robin is broken, so I'm going to need him. Harley Quinn, it's like the fifth or 
probably up to seventh version they've done. It actually is, isn't it? Yeah. So, I mean, if you just really, really want the cell coloring in, and I'm also interested in wanting to know their first Harley Quinn had ankle hinge and all that, and then their next ones didn't. So is this one going to be point. that, or is it going to be completely decked out in art, all the articulation yeah. or what? So if it's going to be trash, oh, I hope it's good. I want to know what they're going to actually do with the Batman articulation as well. If they're going to have that evil joint in the chest, or if they're going to um, do it properly and not have it there, and just make it look aesthetically brilliant. Scott um, hates that ab crunch. Just put the hard act legs on the original <laughs> body, and then you're done. Because the hard act Ooh. legs are great. I hate the legs from the new Bat Cycle figure. They're just horrible, awful. <laughs> it hardly stands up. It's just terrible. No, that- that actually, you've done that where you've taken the hard act legs and put it on the ring. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah, it's perfect. He stands up great and he's got increased articulation. That's all you need to do. Um, yeah, we don't need a stupid ab crunch. It looks horrible. I hate it. And the emblem looks off as well when you do the ab crunch. The emblem looks too big. big. Too, yeah, it's too stretched out. Um, yeah, it doesn't look quite right. All right. Did okay, you so, ask him? Did you um, right? I, I believe so. So next question oh, yeah. is a bit, a bit of a, um, a funny one. It's from at Ahsoka the Geek, and it's Crunchy or Flakes Bar. Now, I'm going for a f- personally. I say Flake. I don't like crunchies very much. Um, always like a Nature Valley. Because <laughs> um, I like Corn Flakes cereal, but I do like a granola crunch in my bar. So, Fair um, enough. I, I, there's I, your I, answer. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, actually, that's a good point. I go for flakes anyway, personally. <laughs> I'm, now I'm interested to try a flake bar, so I might try flakes. <laughs> All right, this one is from at super.cal.l. Yeah, this is pretty easy. Do you prefer DC over Marvel? <laughs> that, is, that is an odd question to ask DC figures and collectibles. Um, yeah. of course, it's Marvel. <laughs> no, um, you got me on that one. I, I, think, I, I think, yeah, I think DC was a uh, is a solid choice for that. Yes, if Marvel had only ever created Spider Man and would have quit, then yeah, I probably would like Marvel somewhat. But mm. I'm not I'm not a big fan of what they're doing right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, that's it for that one. Okay, so uh, this question is very broad and very. Uh, blunt question uh, is from the dot collector dot three six six. Who are you? <laughs> who are any of us? Who are we? Yeah, who are we on this? <laughs> who are we in this universe? Uh, on this rock hurling uh, through space. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who are we? I'm Scott, and I'm Tyler. Ty- <laughs> and, yeah, that, that, that's Tyler on the on the uh, on the other screen there that, that way. Or that that's, way. I don't know which way it's going to broadcast it. He's on the other one next true. to me. They always switch. Yeah, he's on the other one next to me anyway. Um, yes. I'm, yeah, if you're an avid viewer of the podcast, you know who we are by now. We don't need to tell you that. Um, or bore you with that information. <laughs> that's a great question. Thank you. Yes. Uh, this one's interesting, pretty cool. Uh, this is from at ventriloquist underscore and underscore scarface and it says do you think the ventriloquist would be cool to have in a live action movie absolutely 
maybe not as a main villain, but as a side villain, I think he'd be great. I think he might even fit in well with this movie that we've got coming out now because um, he's sort of like a mob boss kind of character, isn't he? And he'd fit in quite yeah. well with a sort of detective movie. So, um, yeah, it's a shame we're not going to see him in that in this movie, but I think he could definitely work. And um, yeah, it'd be quite different to see a character like that. It was like sort of an old guy as a villain <laughs> with Scarface and. I think that would be a fantastic villain, actually. Um, and I hope they Nick, use them. I think, I think there's a decent chance we could see him in, in the trilogy. But yeah, why not? I think that actually could work out. Even like what you said with this Batman, where he's solving a mystery of who's the new crime boss and some wooden scarf. <laughs> could you imagine? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, they, we've seen him work in Gotham. I mean, they barely used them. And the dummy they use, like as Scott pointed out before, looked horrendous. Yeah, but uh, I think traffic cop could... Timmy from Everyone Loves Raymond. If anyone's yes. seen that, it looks like traffic cop Timmy. And he did. If you look him up, <laughs> it's like. But yeah, I think it could work, and especially with mental illness being a big thing nowadays, yeah. and people are aware of it. I think that it could definitely work for a multiple personality, almost like a Two Face style. Yeah, I think it'd be cool. Uh, yeah. yeah. Second to last question. Now we got one more. After you. I don't know how many you have. I, I got, got one more. I got two more. So, uh, next question is from at the back collector, which is uh, which actor are you most excited about seeing in the new Matt Reeves the Batman movie? Um, easy, easy to say Robert Pattinson, but I'm also looking forward to seeing what they do with the Riddler. I'm very interested to see how they do because I love the Riddler as a character um, in all his animated series episodes. So I'm really interested to see what they're going to do with him. Um, but yeah, I, I, obviously answer would be Pattinson and he, he probably is the one I'm looking forward to seeing the most. But yeah, fascinated to see what they're going to do with um, with Riddler as well. How about you? Easy for me, I want to see Catwoman. I want to see right, what they okay. do with her because we've had different versions of her. And although we've had different versions of Batman, there have been people that say, okay, Christian Bale's just as good as not better than Michael Keaton. Or you'd say Ben Affleck is just as good if not better than... Christian Bale, but you've never had any Catwoman or any actress. At least for me, I've never been able to say, "Oh, that was just as good as not, if not better than Michelle Pfeiffer." Yeah. So I'm really yeah. hoping that someone's able to top that, or at least get close to that, because yeah, being kind of like, ridiculous. She wasn't. I'd seen the car. Wasn't even really Catwoman watching the Dark Knight. So. No, they didn't even say that Selena, one. No, it was just Selena Kyle. So closest they came was Catburger. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, so it's a good point. Yeah, I'm interested to see a costume. I hope she looks like an Arkham City Catwoman. Oh, yeah. yeah, interesting. It, it will be cool because I think that there's a lot of uh, spy gadgets that could easily be turned into cat-like. So it'll yeah, be fun. Yeah. I do hope we get hints of purple, but I won't. I won't hold my breath. Yeah, but I do think that it'll be cool to see uh, what she could do with the, the role. Yeah. She looks the part, a, sure. Well, the oh, yeah, she looks, well. she looks just like the comics with the one that kind of looks like uh, Audrey Hepburn. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's all I have to say on that. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, yeah, that wasn't my question. That's your question. All right, <laughs> this one is from at Tom underscore home. Not the real one, ladies. We, we, could you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Tom. Um now this is the adventure continues comic your thoughts 
Uh, it'd be interesting to see where it fits in timeline-wise. Um, whether it fits in straight after New Adventures or if the Justice League is is completely ignored uh, from that, which is interesting. Because obviously I've seen them use Luthor in there, so obviously he was in Justice League, so it's going to be interesting to see where they fit it in timeline-wise. But I think it's quite good, and it gives the new line a little bit more sort of gravity behind it if they use characters like Deathstroke and stuff like that. But I hope they don't go mental in using like Batman Who Laughs and Flashpoint Batman and, and Vampire Batman and mixing them all up. That's not go too mental on that and just don't ruin the continuity of the DCAU basically but yeah I think it's good I think, I think it's pretty good I think uh, I don't we've kind of talked about it. I don't see how they could possibly make sense and have it involve Jason Todd and, yeah uh, all the, this other stuff that just it wouldn't really quite fit in with the DCAU continuity I do think that they're going to somehow I think, I know it's not confirmed, and I have no sources telling me this, but I do think that it's going to have something to do with, like, the Flash going back and seeing different timelines and trying to fix the timeline. We'll get to see, like, a Thomas Wayne and a vampire Batman and a, a scenario where Jason Todd lived and turned to Red Hood. Yeah. I, I think, think that's going to shoehorn Jason Todd into it because it's just... Because no. uh, it, it clearly wasn't planned, so it'd be a shame if they try and do that. Yeah, like they act like he existed all along and Bruce has never talked about him. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you can just see it now, can't you, that they're going to try and do that. Oh, over in that corner over there, we never showed you, but there's a Jason Todd yeah. costume that's always been there. <laughs> if we were to back to the part of the cave where he was in Iron the Night, you will see the costume yeah. that he used to wear. No, don't do that. Don't there it is. No, I hope they don't do that. But that's, uh, that's all my questions. You have one yeah. more? I guess I've got one more left. Um, now, I'm going to pronounce this wrong, so forgive me, but uh, Mad Door G Max. I, I hope I'm pronouncing I'm, well, no, I'm pronouncing <laughs> it wrong. But um, I know he's a big fan and he helped us out on our live stream recently, so thank you very much for oh, okay. um, your question. Uh, so, what figures uh, would you be most interested of for the new Batman movie besides Batman? Because obviously, we're going to just say Batman, but figure wise, yeah. I'd be interested to see who does the figures for it, um, to be honest. Because whether Mezco may do a figure from it, you'd think they would, because they usually do. Or Mafex probably will. Figure Arts may well do. Um, but most likely, there's McFarlane, I think, to get their hands on it first. Diamond Select? Yeah, possibly. Yeah, Maybe. That's, yeah, possibly. Um, wouldn't be adverse to that, because they do some great figures. Like Their Gotham figures are brilliant, even if oh, the yeah. show's trash. <laughs> but um, uh, it's hard to say without knowing what the characters are going to look like but to be fair the Catwoman would be quite interesting to see um, her as a figure but I mean Batman is the obvious one and I hope they do all the like side ones like Alfred and stuff like that a cool Alfred figure and um, Commissioner Gordon as well I think he'd be quite cool um, so there's loads but I mean Riddler again is one that I'd look forward to seeing um, no, I mean, we, we still don't even still don't even know the full cast yet. I mean, we're now seeing rumours of Johnny Depp playing Joker, which I think is not true, by the way. But no, like, why would they be casting the Joker now when they started filming? I just don't think it makes sense. But no, that yeah. to me it makes sense that they would say all those rumours just to get clicks because Joker's so high right now. I just click. Yeah, there's no way Johnny yeah. Depp can play the Joker. No. I mean, I wouldn't mind if he wants to play the Joker. Great, but I don't think it'll happen in this movie. No. Nah. But um, what do you say? What were you looking forward to? 
figure wise. Uh, figure wise, I'm looking forward to, like you said, who makes it, what kind of accessories, yes. because also with toys, you te- if they get released before the movie, they tend to give spoilers. So it's always interesting too to see the accessories, see what yeah. might be a spoiler, might not be. Uh, I mean, I'd love to see what Riddler's costume looks like. I'd love so that'd be interesting. I'd love to yeah. see uh, if they do a vehicle. If they do like the Batbike, that'd be cool. Oh, that'd I would be nice. like, or the new Batmobile, just a really sick car. And then, I mean, if they do Batman, I would hope that they, if they do do two suits in the movie, I hope they do like the both of them. And even if they do one where he dresses up as a bat at the fancy dress party, I hope they do that. That'd be cool. Uh, yeah, but I mean, overall, I would just be happy for any figures from the movie. Anything new at this point? I'm tired of the new. Oh, what we got? I'm ready for new. Yeah, definitely. Um, Even though I love what I have. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely ready for some new stuff now. Um, can't wait for the, oh, the new DC collectible stuff dropping next month, isn't it? As well, some of the. I think yeah, the, the, I think it's the Azrael and the Deathstroke. I think at first. Um, that yeah, sounds about the, right. Or, or is it? No, it might be the Azrael and Red Hood actually. But it's two of those anyway that are dropping first. Which is a bit weird. You think they'd do them in fours, wouldn't you? As a wave, but they're doing it in twos apparently. You would then, think. This is DC. <laughs> this is DC directionless, as you call them. So yes. we don't we don't know what's going to happen. We'll be happy if they actually release them on the days they said they. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, so um, hopefully they'll come out very soon. But yeah, it's kind of quiet for now, isn't it? Yeah, uh, I mean, I'll probably go out and hunt today. Do a little look, see, see if any target employee accidentally put out anything too early. <laughs> That's always fun. Um, in terms of figures, though, do you have a new figure of the week? Yes, my figure of the week this week is a figure I've mentioned before. It's Justice League Batman. Uh, I haven't na- haven't named him as figure of the week yet. I was tempted to go for this guy because I recently got a new diorama and we're t- taking pictures of him and the mutant leader. But um, nice. I'm going to go for this guy because I've been re-watching the series again lately and it just reaffirms my belief that Justice League is my favourite ever. So yeah, going to go for Justice League Batman. It's just so cool. How about you? I am going to go with the oh, Beast nice. Kingdom. Great figure. Uh, movie Justice League Flash. I I just think it's a really well done figure for a face sculpt for uh, this size. I think it looks uh, phenomenal. And it's just something I really like. It just feels cool in your hand, I guess. Yeah, it's it feels a like it figure. feels like it won't break. It balances well. Looks like the Flash. Hopefully, we get a movie of him. But if not, oh well, I like the figure. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It's a good. This is a great shot, that. And um, yeah, he's an epic figure. Really is. Looks perfectly like Ezra Miller. And can't wait for his new movie as well. Which I think is going to be somehow Flashpoint related to bring Batman into this universe. But we'll see. Yeah, I can't wait for that. I hope it is. It's so cool that to see him cool. back. And, seen strong rumors of Henry Cavill's going to be in the new Shazam movie as well which is great how that happens I thought you were going to say Wolverine for a second I was like how dare oh, you oh no no <laughs> I know I've, I've seen that just because he's got a hairy chest doesn't mean he has to be Wolverine yeah but, um, yeah are really, hairy actors <laughs> um, yeah I really hope that happens I've, I've seen that he's supposed to be under control of Mr. Mind and he comes to fight Shazam I think that'd be an epic way to bring him back in uh, to the universe and you know with um the rock coming into that as well with um 
Black Adam, yeah. Be perfect. Be yeah, you've got like the Superman cameo to bring him in um, at the end of Shazam, and then he fights Shazam in the movie after, then it comes into Black Adam for the big showdown in the third movie. That would be just perfect trilogy of Shazam movies. Fantastic. And the perfect Superman sequel we never got. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can just tell that they're going to bottle it and they won't do it, and it'll be a Mr. Mind and Dr. Savannah movie again. You just know it's going to happen, but it would be great if they did a Superman movie. Just DC, they just bought all these big decisions that would make sense and go for something easy and boring. Yeah, all the best decisions always seem to be uh, the ones that they cut out. But uh... Yeah, yeah. All right, was that the, any final words before we wrap up? No, but thank you to everybody for listening and thanks for all the questions from people as well. It means a lot. Yeah, Glad so many fun. people got involved. 24 questions are brilliant. 24 good questions as well. Yes, there were more, but we had the filter. The yes. ones that made sense were the ones that were inappropriate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. Like what Scott said, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. And this is an extra large size episode, so don't know if we'll have a guest, but we hope you guys enjoyed. Nonetheless, yes. and hopefully we'll have some new plastic. Uh, hopefully McFarlane and all the other companies oblige us Absolutely, and allow us yeah. to spend our hard-earned pay on plastic. And we'll have but, to get uh, those figure ratings done as well for the animated. Oh, that's yeah. Idea. That's, that's a cool idea. That'll have to be probably our next uh, big show. All right. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Bye.